Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host Joey. No chill, Prano. Hello, Andy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How's it going? I'm doing good. A little better than I was doing earlier. Why? What happened earlier? You know, we had a tech issue again. And Andy, once the tech issue is solved, you don't have to tell people about the tech issue because then no one will know. Well, maybe I'm a little offended by how you treated me when you walked into my apartment i said you were dressed like my nephew and i said i don't think i am you you have you have your hairs all long in some weird like bieber look and you're like not i don't know what you're doing with it i don't um, know either joe then you've got you've got sweatpants on you've like you've got like matchy sweatpants shoes thing you're dressed like you know my nephew going to a birthday party i like, think you're very critical of how i dress sometimes i'll be honest okay i'm wearing former sponsor flag and anthem r.i.p to that sponsorship I'm wearing a thug life tupac sweatshirt courtesy of my little brother mark some adidas shoes and some death row socks and yes the hair it's a mess right now haven't cut it in five months i have a full mustache there's a lot going on here is that a full mustache I think it's full, bro. <laughs> it's no, it's no Joe, Joey No Chill. Moharis is back, by the way. Majaris. Hop on in here. Welcome, Aaron Moharis. Torks with Wolves. He, he I fit- watched some Dances with Wolves the other day, too, and I thought of you. Just happened to be on cable. I'm happy to hear that. And I was like, ah, Torks with Wolves. I am back. Thanks for the intro. I'm glad to be here. Finals. Uh, Let's talk about them. I know we have, we yes. have, a, we have a big rundown today. Uh-huh. A lot to get to. My finals, how'd they go? Um, my evidence final that I had yesterday honestly fucked me pretty hard. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I uh, studied super hard, felt ready to go for it, and uh, absolutely devastating. But it's okay because everybody else felt the same. That's why I never studied hard because yeah. then when I didn't do well, I felt like I wasted my time entirely. Whereas if I didn't study and I did well, then I was like, wow, double down. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a what is the real quick. Yeah. What is the evidence final? Explain that. So it's for the evidence law class, which is all about when he says that real quick. I just picture Johnny Cochran holding up the black love. That's the evidence. Mm-hmm. This, it comes down to that, like what can come in, what can't and then why. Um, so it's one of the hardest classes that you'll have in law school. And uh, yeah, the the final was. Harder than advertised. Now are the curves in law school? Yeah, the curves. So that's why, since everybody did so bad, I'm hoping that the curve helps me out and that I'll still be, you know, with a solid grade. Would you say there's enough evidence that I dress like a six-year-old? <laughs> be honest. Is there, based on what I'm looking at right now, you're saying? I mean, what six-year-old dresses like how I dress? I'm wearing a Tupac Thug Life sweatshirt. I mean, like every six-year-old in Los Angeles? And so, yeah, if you walk around like LA. cool dads are like, hey, wear a Tupac sweatshirt. Like, I'd put you in Tupac? the age range of six to six to 11. You're just fucking, you know, I forget what you said. <laughs> you know, there's no evidence. 
There's no empirical evidence here. You're just trying to agree with Prano. I'm going to turn this mic back off, Aaron. Good to have you back, though. Prano, we got a lot to cover today. Great. Let's go. A lot happening. You got wine. You got water. You are ready to go. I'm going to do, watch this. Watch on camera, Andy. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the old Jesus. Throw that off camera. And then that comes on camera. The old water and the wine trick. What's the, uh, what's the... Are we having a celebration? What's the situation here for the wine? No, I've just been drinking too much beer lately. Okay. So I've been switching to wine. Is that healthier? Yeah. Not as much carbs. You know how Maharis doesn't, doesn't do the carbs. Yeah. I've also started to eat only the pepperoni off of pizza. That sounds miserable. I blend the the uh, crust and I cut it with White Claw. <laughs> Well, here's what we're going to do. We got a lot of NFL news. Uh, we also have some good basketball news. I want to get to that. First, I was at the Clippers game last night with Chris Wilde, by the way. Speaking of hair, what has happened to his hair? Oh, you know, he's uh, he's the comic book store guy on Young Sheldon. That's that's that character. Oh, is that, is that what he plays? Yeah. Uh, but uh, was in the locker room, was in the Clippers locker room. You got press credentials. Yeah, I got press credentials. Watched you, watched Doc Rivers' press conference. You see any dong? Uh, I didn't see any dong. I did see Paul George's bare ass. Mm, talk to me. <laughs> uh, Fresno Fresno State alum, yeah. fellow Moharis uh, alum. What do you want to know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was black. Yeah. It was black. Um, looked pretty smooth. I Saw bet. some cocoa butter in his locker. I assume, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of cocoa butter in the we, locker. We need to get the cocoa butter more to the white people. I'm a big fan of the cocoa butter. You need to get that out, white people. Black people have it on lockdown, but we need to start copying that. It's a nice smell. I like the cocoa butter lotion. feels good on the body. It smells good. Hey. Are we doing cocoa butter ads? <laughs> like, Mahars, put this on the rundown. We got we to... Slide into Cocoa Butter's DMs at Cocoa Butter. Hey, guys, we got to give you a pretty solid plug on the show yesterday. But you were in the locker room. Yeah. Did you ask any questions? No. Chris asked uh, a couple questions, but I was just sort of kicking around. It was a totally different vibe in the locker room from the Clippers locker room last year because of the addition of Kawhi and Paul George. Kawhi, when he came into the locker room, it was like shit went down, like Suddenly, I was literally standing by Kawhi's locker. Like, he was showering, and I was like, yo, it's pretty dope. It's Kawhi's locker. Paul George right next to him. I was, like, snapping some pictures. It was Paul George Sr.'s birthday. He was at the game. So, Paul George had his game jersey in the locker hanging, and everybody came and signed it. Everybody on the team, and it was going to go to his dad, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. But they were sitting right next to each other. It's sort of like a half-moon-shaped locker room. And their their two lockers are right in the middle, and they sit right next to each other. So I was like snapping some picture of their their lockers, and Chris was like, "Be careful, people are a little weird about like pictures in the locker room and stuff like that." I was like, "It's all good. Like I'm, I keep that shit low key." And then literally when Kawhi came in, like security came in with him. People were like all around him. Like it was, it's a totally different vibe when Kawhi. Even when Paul George came in, like everybody was chill. Kawhi came in, there's like all of a sudden like security, like, yo, what are you doing? Like people looking at me, everybody like Miller. It was it was it's a whole different vibe. But shout out to Kawhi. He was chill. Uh he's wearing a Keith Herring t shirt, which I thought was cool. He had his new balance on. Uh he walked right like we were literally standing next to each other for a couple seconds. I'm not sure he's six seven. I'll just put that out there. 
You're what, 6'4"? I'm 6'4". He could be three inches taller than me, but he didn't seem like he was three inches taller than me, and I'm pretty good at this game. Yeah. I'm pretty good at the uh, how tall are you game, uh, especially when somebody's standing next to me. I was in sneakers. He was in sneakers. Is he taking— Is he 6'7 in sneakers? Maybe. Is he taking the cornrows out at any point, or the cornrows always in? Like last night? Yeah, like in no, the locker room. Cornrows always in. Always I don't know in. if you know how cornrows work. <laughs> it's not something you take out while you shower and put back in when you get to the locker room. I know it's a process. Yeah. That's all I know. Maybe that's the next move for me. Grow the hair long enough for cornrows. Cocoa butter. Hey, I could just transition. I, I don't think you can transition into a black guy. Yeah. I don't think that's possible. It's 2019, dude. All right. You I, must- mean, I mean, to, to be fair, I guess, uh, what's his name did it? Sean, what's his, what's the Black Lives Matter guy? Sean King. Sean King? Yeah. He transitioned into a black yeah. guy. So I guess if he could do it, anybody could so do it. So did that white girl. What's the white woman? We all know her. Rachel Dolezal? Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. She transitioned. Yeah. And I mean, South Park did this like 10 years ago where they turned into black people. I'm just saying. It's kind of offensive that you would say that, actually, that I can't. I can be whatever I want. But proceed with. with no, the- just saying it was uh, it was pretty dope. Uh, it was a great, great game, and uh, I just wanted to shout out Chris Wilde, who will probably make an appearance on the NBA Christmas Spectacular. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Hey, give the people what they want. Uh, who, uh, you to go out of town and meet Chris Wilde to host an NBA show. Yeah, but you're going to be out of town, too. So am I. Who's hosting the show? Me, Chris Wilde. When? Via phone. We can we can handle this. You want us to take care of the Christmas day? You want us to take care of the... Episode on December 26th? That'd be pretty funny. We will take care of that episode. I'll be honest. I did have a plan, and my plan did not work because he will be gone. I was going to secretly text Chris, true story, and say, let's do this without Prano, and I'm not going to tell him, and I think it'd be funny. But I saw his tweet saying that he will be gone the 23rd or something. Yeah. Plus, he probably wouldn't respond to my text. Yeah. I love that you think Chris Wilde would. St- I mean, he is a fame whore, and he will do all podcasts all the time just for the for the clout and the attention. But I don't think he'd throw me under a bus. I have done the show with him and not you. Yes, with my blessing. <laughs> the Joe Prano blessing. Yeah. Are you speaking of blessing? You running for president with all this shit going on? Okay. I mean, great time for it, right? Right. Is this happening? I, see, what's happening right now is I've been laying in the weeds because a lot of people are like, are you still running for president? Still, and and like other comedians, I don't want to name names, have come out and said they're running for president. I'm just letting everybody get out there to do the big political thing. Because yeah. everybody right now, everybody's doing like the I love Trump, I hate Trump thing. And I love all that. That While that all explodes, I just do the Denzel Washington walking away from the explosion quietly and stoically into the White House. Because, as you know, I am an agent of chaos. And I fucking love that the Democrats and the Republicans are literally strangling each other. Yeah. I felt literally today, I saw we were joking about it before the show because Tulsi Gabbard voted present. And literally, Republicans and Democrats are losing their mind. Like, how dare she not be a partisan politician and fucking vote one way or the other? Meanwhile, I feel like I'm Jon Snow in the Battle of Bastards. It's just Republicans and Democrats and me with a sword just ready to stand for somebody who has the ability to think for themselves. Yeah. Now, if you were president, is there any sort of ticketing app that you would fully endorse? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's an impeachable offense not to use SeatGeek. I think that's a great way of putting it. It is impeachable. Republicans love SeatGeek. Democrats love SeatGeek. 
Democrats love SeatGeek because it's cheaper. Republicans love SeatGeek because they can see where they're sitting, so they know whether or not they're sitting next to people of lesser races. Didn't not think, that there are lesser races. Yeah. That's just what Republicans think. Didn't think you were going to go there, but you did. <laughs> All right. I, I already buried my uh, myself with that. Guys, SeatGeek. Start the ad read over. SeatGeek is a great app to see any live event. I'm sure thousands of fans last night at the Staples Center used the SeatGeek app to watch the Clippers game with Joe Prano and Chris Wilde. They pulled together millions of tickets from all over the web and then rate them on a scale of 1 to 10. SeatGeek will even give you $10 off on your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code. So download the SeatGeek app and use promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. And send me a screenshot, guys. Or if you've used it on your account, grab your ladies or your guys or your father or your mother, whoever, your brother, your, your sister. Daughter. Yeah. Your Gra- son. Grab anybody's. Grab uh, Jeffrey Epstein's phone. Grab him right by the phone. There you go. Promo code DIRTY. $10 off. Okay, so we got a couple good NBA stories <clears throat> that I'm pretty stoked about. Let's do it. And then we have a great situation that I want to talk about. The Andy Ruther dunking scenario. Yes. Based off my tweet. I know. And that was the one question that I was going to try to get in uh, in the locker room. I was going to ask some of the guys who have obviously dunked many times if at any point in their life they had to – if if the feeling of dunking since they've done it so many times was worth giving up two years of sex. I have a feeling NBA guys would be like, you out of your goddamn mind? Yeah. Just make a layup. Yeah, I, I agree. Just, just finger roll, motherfucker. So, so we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but before we do that – Great story. Shout out to Robert Latow, Black Sports Online. Friend of the show, guest of the show. Just Friend of the show. Robert Latow, my friend. Oh, a little throwback to our phone conversation yesterday. You dropped him my friend last night. I like to drop him my friend occasionally. <laughs> you and your lady just had a ball with that one. Yeah, we love the my friend. Is that a weird one to drop? Well, it was just funny because you did it. A lot of people do it like in a sentence where it goes, comma my friend period you gave me the comma my friend comma continue your sentence it was actually pretty funny yeah do you let me tell you something my friend here's what happened do you want to get into the my scenario before we do this stuff my friend you you proceed my friend you want to get into my scenario no what no let's do go in order man whatever you're whatever you're feeling okay well well here's what i'm feeling i'm feeling this robert latow story real quick and this is Robert Latow, founder of Black Sports Online. So he founder, CEO. he dropped a story about how Michael Jordan was so jealous of all the girls that Scottie Pippen used to bang, and in particular Madonna. Yeah, this is a great story. It comes across from former Bulls assistant coach Johnny Bach, who said that Pippen could have any woman he wanted, and. His quotes are pretty awesome. I he, just love the idea that just based on the headline, there are Jordan stands out there like, no way his dick was smaller. What, what, what? No way guys in the 90s like Michael Jordan had smaller dicks. Well, let me read the headline from... Everybody in the 90s has had a huge dick. Every NBA player in the 90s had a huge dick. That's why it was so hard to go down the lane because you would get hit with a dick. Let me read the... Let's go. Read it. Headline, because we got to give Robert's headlines. Yeah. Robert's headline, how Michael Jordan was jealous that Scottie Pippen got better groupies than him on the road, how MJ tried to steal Madonna from him by stabbing him in the back but failed miserably when Madonna said MJ's sex game was lacking. Parentheses, pics, vids. 
<laughs> I love it. He never misses. So this is the quote. So did Madonna sleep with both of them? Well, well here's the quote. Let me just get okay. to the bottom. Give so he, so Johnny Bach, the former Bulls assistant, is talking about how competitive Jordan was with Scotty. And he says, Scotty and Michael used to compete on everything. Jordan used to always claim his hands were bigger, but they weren't. Which is a funny situation. Yeah, yeah. If, if Scotty Pippen's hands are f- scientifically, factually bigger. It's like, I don't know if science is involved, but yeah, just actually bigger. But it's like me holding up my baby hands yeah. next to yours. And me being like, my hands are bigger. And people on the team are like, no, Michael. Scotty's hands are clearly bigger. And then he says that Scotty was very blessed down below. And that killed. That means his dick was big. <laughs> and he says that killed Michael. He said. Smaller hands, smaller dick, no hair. Fuck, man. He Scotty said- kind of owned Michael when you think about it. He said, you should have seen the girls waiting for Pippin. Everywhere he went. And I love this story. He said, Madonna used to pick him up in a limo with a hot tub every time he went to L.A. Michael used to tell Madonna he could easily satisfy her better, to which Madonna would tell him, not a chance. Because she knew Scotty was packing some heat down there. Yeah. Because she, she... he. Scotty was giving her that peak dick. Yeah. So she was like, she was like unless you're the goat dick yeah there's no way and she's like you're already the goat basketball player it's possibly the goat two things simultaneously i'm gonna stick with scotty johnson over here it's pretty amazing yeah good for scotty pippen yeah underappreciated in my opinion he's a top 50 all-time player yeah uh, i mean that that's the official thing when they did the nba's top 50 all time yeah i think he's significantly higher than top 50 all time Top 30? Yeah. I mean, he was so good on defense. So good on defense. So good uh, uh, in transition. He he was a great scorer. Yeah. He was a better shooter than Michael. I know. It's, it's pretty Shoot, amazing. Outside shooter. But that's a, that's a great little... Here's why I like that story. It shows... It shows Michael. This is, and I know some of you guys are sick of hearing this, but it shows. It tells you everything you need to th- know about Michael Jordan. Thank you. Like everybody was like the killer instinct. It wasn't killer instinct. The guy's a psycho. The guy's a psychopath. The guy is like competitive about everything, even things that you can't be competitive about. Yeah. Like what is wrong with you mentally, where you believe your hands are bigger than somebody whose hands are bigger than yours? This is this is why he created. The fictional player that he got cut for in high school. Yeah. This is why he went around punching dudes in the face. This is why he goes around, like, trash-talking all of the the modern NBA stars. Because he's still competitive. Yeah. He just, like, needs to be the best. And now we know why. 6'6", little dick. We don't know if he had a little dick. We know he didn't have a Scottie Pippen dick. But we don't know how big Pippen's dick is. Right. Yeah, but my point is now we know why. Yeah, dick issues. This is this is Freud. This is covered in yeah. many books. Many books. Yeah, penis envy. That's a thing. Is it? Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Never had a problem with that myself. I'm just saying. Never had an envy problem. 
because you thought you could perform with what you got. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, obviously afraid he could not perform with what he had. No one goes around saying, I could do it better. That's not what fucking... That's a weird thing to say. Madonna is... That's way- a, that's what, But that's what Jordan does with basketball, too. He's He feels like he has to defend his legacy all the time. He always has to... Do, like, the, the, the great ones don't do that. The best ones don't do it. And by the way, that's a, that's a C block. Let, 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 we didn't even address that. Yeah. If Madonna is showing up in L.A. with a limo and a hot tub, by the way, that's the most 90s shit I've ever heard. I know I don't have the biggest dick in the world. I was in the Clippers locker room last night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know for factual information, yeah. I don't. But it's like, I'm confident of what I can do with it, and I'm fine about it. I'm sure Scottie Pippen dicking down Madonna, he's got me in the dick game. But, but like, also, hey, Madonna, like, Give me a shot, but, you know? But why is... But M- not, I could do it better, Madonna. But that's what I'm saying. Why is MJ... Dude, that's just a total C block. If if my teammate, if my teammate Joe is banging somebody, I don't, even if it's Madonna, who obviously slept around, I don't go up to her and be like, yo, Madonna, I know you're banging Pippen, but I can do it better. That's why didn't th- Michael Jordan pass? Why did Michael Jordan punch... Fellow players in the face. Why did Michael Jordan run coaches out of town? Yeah. Why is Michael Jordan still trash talking NBA players? Michael Jordan has penis envy and little dick insecurity. It's wild, but apparently it's true. Michael Jordan definitely has penis envy. Yeah. Let's move on to another NBA. I mean, can story. we just call this Michael Jordan episode? Michael Jordan has a little dick. I like Michael Jordan has penis envy. Sure. He might sue little, us. Little dick. Great. Yeah, that would be Is good. Is that the best thing that ever happened to us? Yeah. If we call it Michael Jordan has a little dick. Com- and then we can put in parentheses comparatively to Scottie Pippen. You know how they do the statues back in the day? Hey, it works. Did I just cover myself legally? He doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. He, he just failed. What do, we have evidence. For, we have a we have somebody from inside the Bulls organization. Yeah. Put that in your evidence final. Well, the other story I want to talk about is what Kevin Durant, I'm sorry, Kevin Garnett. KG was at the game last night with Adam Sandler. They got a movie coming out. Yeah. KG, you want to get your, uh, your popcorn at halftime? I'll feed you popcorn, Garnett. Open up and say, ah, you the big ticket. Stop looking at me, Kevin. <laughs> Stop looking at me, ticket. He said some interesting things on Bill Simmons' podcast. Now, I did not listen to the full thing, but it was going viral today. Yeah. I'm I'm stoked to listen to the episode. I'm stoked to see Uncut Gems. Looks like it's awesome. I'm a, I'm a Sandler stan. I have been for years. I'm a, I, I actually have been a KG stan for years. Yeah. I, I am in the, uh, I'm in a small group of people that think Kevin Garnett underrated NBA career was in my opinion arguably the best player in basketball for a very short window of his career but like the all around like straight up best player I thought for a couple of years and uh also he embarrassed himself in the clip I saw from Bill Simmons podcast today which I have not listened to yet but I'm excited to listen to well this is what he said that you're talking about the Celtics versus LeBron his quote is we broke LeBron you understand how he got to Miami he was trying to consolidate because he didn't want the pressure on him. You understand. So I saw I I saw the clip from the episode, and obviously Ooh. you read the clip. 
Um, I would first like to ask Kevin Garnett to please break somebody on the New York Knicks because I'd like to make the next nine straight NBA Finals. That would be fantastic. So, Kevin, please do whatever you can do to break R.J. Barrett or break Kevin Knox. I need I need them broken to the point where they win three championships and go to nine consecutive finals. Because after Kevin Garnett and the Celtics broke LeBron James, he won multiple championships, went to every single finals. The, the Celtics, big three, were disbanded. Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce were shipped out of town. Ray Allen ran to the guy he broke because he knew that was his only ch- shot to win championships. Doc Rivers sent at, sent packing. Literally, LeBron James broke the Celtics franchise. And the Celtics franchise has not sniffed the NBA Finals since then. Well, they got close recently. And what happened? They got killed, but it went by to, who? By LeBron. It went right. to a, it went to a game seven, right? In in Boston, two years ago. What I don't understand about the quote is, especially him saying how you know they, they basically they broke him in Cleveland and he sent him to Miami. How can he say that and not look at his own situation? Of course, from Minnesota, waving his no trade clause, right. And then going to Boston. Yeah. And, and I, by the way, I like Garnett too. And again, Kevin Garnett in a terrible situation in Minnesota. Never got a, like got out of the first round once or twice. Uh, did I, he make the, Did he make the West Finals? He did one time. I think and that he, was with I think when he had Marbury. That wasn't with Marbury. It was like Cassell and Latrell, Sprewell. Yeah, yeah. That was when he finally got like. Some sort of help, and they didn't fucking go anywhere. Yeah, they didn't do anything. But but that's the thing is like, Stephon Marbury, piece of trash. Latrell Sprewell, end of his career. Sam Cassell, end of his career. Like, he never had help. And then he went to Boston with Pierce, with Ray Allen, with Doc Rivers, and they won a championship. That's precisely the same thing, dude. You ran. To Boston. Yeah. You were excited. You ecstatically waved your no trade clause to go there. And and a lot of people believe, like, fucking, what's his name? Parrish. Not Parrish. Uh, a McHale fucking was, like, shipping him over to his old team. Like, g- gave him a freebie. What I don't understand, and I tweeted this out today. I'm sick of this because you see it in sports all the time. I'm sick and tired of people mocking somebody for upgrading their situation, whether it's Kevin Garnett, LeBron James, or anyone. This this notion, think but about the this. Idea that, but again, forget that. The idea that Kevin Garnett would do it when he did it, that's the only reason he, that's the only reason he was able to break anybody. But 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 again, quote unquote break. But, but I'm I'm sick of I'm sick and tired of this this narrative of anything in life. It, it, it's like the guy who grows up in the hood who then becomes a multimillionaire who then leaves and you call him a sellout it, like like you're upgrading your life i i just i just don't get this you're upgrading your situation selling out is something totally different to me than like accusing somebody of like needing help 
everybody needs help. They, I, like what I thought you were going to say is like, oh, somebody comes from the hood, they go to they they become a millionaire and they get an accountant. Like, yeah. Why? What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to do my own fucking taxes. P. Diddy's going into fucking H&R Block in April. <laughs> like, yeah, you get help for some uh-uh, shit. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You know what I mean? Like, in fact, we are in the business. We are probably in the most like man versus the world business that there is in stand up comedy. And even that nothing is more proof than like my manager, like totally changed my career i was gonna say shout out to randy siegel no you're right though but you're right and i and i and i told her that when you got montreal just for laughs i sent her an email and told her that and how much because i've known you so long how much an influence she's had on your career so i'm glad you brought that up because i'm sick of this joe i'm just sick of this notion and i'm sick of seeing this shit on twitter michael jordan needed somebody with a bigger dick okay scotty kevin garnett needed paul pierce and ray allen Literally, the guy he criticized for it is the the is the guy who came the closest to doing it with essentially nobody. And like, what the internet needs to f- fucking understand is Mel Williams wasn't an all star before he met LeBron James. Zydrunas Ilgaskas wasn't an all star before he met LeBron James. LeBron James multiple times truly almost did it with no help. He didn't do it with no help in Cleveland the first time. He didn't do it with no help Cleveland the second time when everybody got hurt. He obviously didn't do it by himself in Miami. But no one has come closer to doing it all by themselves Yeah. than LeBron James in the history of basketball. No one's come closer to doing it all by themselves. What about Allen Iverson? He won a game in the finals. Yeah, he, got, he won a game in the finals. He, okay. got, to the, he got to the finals. All right. Yeah, he's also right there. But people forget, like, that team is pretty good, too. Who they have? Matumbo? Matumbo. They have a young Iguodala, or is that pre-Iguodala? I think that's pre-Iguodala. But I'm saying he took a trash team to the finals. Yeah, and he won a game. He won a game in L.A. LeBron James took a trash team to the finals and— Got swept. Got swept. He took a trash team to the finals and and played five games or six games in that first one? Six games. Without Kyrie and without Love. Yeah. Six games. They were, they were, and Mozgov. They were up 2-1 in that series. Yeah. yeah. That's the closest anybody's ever come to doing it by themselves. Yeah. No. Not just not just by himself, but missing guys from his roster. Yeah. I, again, I'm just I'm sick of this. It's so true. And that's why I'm glad I tweeted that out. It's like, guys, there's no Apple without Steve Wozniak. Him and Steve Jobs created Apple together. Steve Jobs didn't create Apple by himself. Get this fucking notion out of your head. There's no Lakers three in a row without Kobe and Shaq. Probably Shaq and any other competent shooting guard, but I agree he would have needed somebody else. He needs somebody. Yeah, he almost did it with Anthony Hardaway. I'm saying he needed Penny to make it to the finals. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody else. Michael Jordan is one in nine before Scottie Pippen arrives in before the playoffs. Before the bigger dick in the locker room arrives. Yeah. It's important to keep reminding people. Scottie Pippen had a bigger dick than Michael Jordan. <laughs> and it drove Michael Jordan to win championships. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I, yeah, it's just, I don't I don't know why KG is saying, that. like, you said to me today on text, which could be true, he got attention, he's got a movie coming out, maybe he's just doing it for attention. I mean, I think there's part of that. 
I, I the one thing about KG is KG was Mr. Trash Talk and Mr. Whatever, but you didn't see a lot. You didn't hear a lot of KG when he was playing. He was pretty quiet off the court. Well, did you hear what he said? So you didn't listen to anything. Did you hear what he said? Did you watch the clip? What he said about those guys? Yeah, and and how that they're not like they're completely like. That's the other thing about he said they don't. If you watch the clip yeah. or listen to the podcast, he says that Paul Pierce and him they don't hang with like they're cool with those Heat guys. But he even said when I did Dwayne Wade's show, whatever Dwayne Wade was doing, like we're not going out and drinking wine after the show. Right, it's all professional. But that, but the thing is, is LeBron James welcomed Ray Allen to a locker room. Welcome Rajon Rondo into the locker room. I'm sure Dwayne Wade would have too. I'm sure Chris Bosh would have too. The the thing is, is Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce didn't like that LeBron James bitched them a little bit. And they're hanging on that one championship and they're hanging on what they were able to do to him when he was in Cleveland. And they don't like that he went out. And the, the term big three was coined from Kevin Garnett, Agreed. Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. That's where the term came from. It was never used until then. It was never used. People forget that. So what he didn't like was LeBron James was way better than any of the three of them and went out and got two other guys who were better than the two other guys that Kevin Garnett got and took Ray Allen. Yeah. He was pissed off about it. And you know what? Sorry, you did this. You created this monster, and you don't like that the monster came and fucking killed you. And let's not forget. And I'm a KG stan, but this is embarrassing for him. The Celtics formed, their big three formed um, the 2007-2008 season, right? They only win one title with three Hall of Famers. And I know we've talked about it at length on the show. Let's not forget that. Guys, with that big three... Three Hall of Famers. This is before LeBron goes to Miami. This is before the Heat Big Three. They only win one title. They should have won two. Doc Rivers is overrated. Kevin Garnett was getting old. Paul Pierce is overrated. Ray Allen was a great player. He was getting pretty old, too, and and, and had become just a, basically a spot-up shooter at that point. Ray Allen is also an underrated all-timer. They had Game 7 in L.A. Yeah. They had the Lakers on the ropes in 2010. Yeah. Big lead. And, and and to me, that, that comes down to better coaching. Because the the Celtics had the talent. I mean, Kobe went 6 of 24 to remind all the Kobe stands. Kobe went 6 of 24 in that Game 7 game. And they still lost. And Celtics fans are going to use the Kendrick Perkins wasn't playing excuse. You still had three Hall of Famers, guys. Yeah. And Rajon Rondo was nice. Yeah, at that point of Rajon Rondo's career, overrated but nice. Yeah, he was nice though. Good defender. Even now, Good like like I I obviously I watch a lot of Lakers games. He he's a no nice. No one's ever talking about Rajon Rondo if he wasn't on that Celtics championship team. He just happened to come in as a young player and get to be added to the big three. Okay, fair enough. But KG, come on. It's it is embarrassing. I was embarrassed for him. I was cringing when I watched it. I'm a KG fan. I'm a Sandler stan. I want this movie to be good. I'm like stoked about it. I was cring. I'm a Simmons fan. I I was cringing watching it. I was cringing because 
it's embarrassing because yeah. how do you not have? And I said to you also, I think he's bad at. I think he. I, th- I think he's not good at expressing himself. Yeah. I think some of the things that he was saying in there, he stepped, he crossed some lines, and some of the things he was saying in there, he uh, were were a little like I think they were a little misconstrued, but no doubt about it, he fu- he fucked up. Yeah. But again, because it's 2019, and LeBron's been to every NBA final since then, with the exception of one, and Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. We're shipped the fuck out of town. Ray Allen went on to win championships with LeBron. Rajon Rondo's hoping to win a championship with LeBron. D- Doc Rivers is trying to have as good a record as the other team in the city that has LeBron. Like, dude, LeBron, you, you know, Kevin Garnett says that he and the Celtics broke LeBron. LeBron broke the NBA. He broke everybody. He thanos the shit. He snapped, and motherfuckers disappeared. Kevin Garnett, gone. Goodbye, Mr. Garnett. Paul Pierce, gone. 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 Shitting his pants, talking about fucking he's better than Dwayne Wade on the on fucking television. It it was it's embarrassing. It was cringy. I cringed. Talk about Paul Pierce. I'm talking about Kevin Garnett on the show. Yeah, but all of it. Yeah. Well, let's get to my situation. What's going on in my situation? My mind. Actually, while I was watching LeBron, this is when this came to me, and I tweeted this out, and I was shocked at the response. So I'm watching the Lakers game yesterday against the Pacers. I Ruther jinxed them, saying, oh, they've won 14 straight on the road. They go into uh, whatever that field house. They always change the name. In Indianapolis. Conseco? I don't think it's Conseco anymore. Okay. Bank, Market Square Arena. Banker's Life. I don't I don't know what Market it is. Market Square Arena. That's good good throwback there. The Lakers are playing without AD. It's a tough fought game. They lose by three. I watched the whole game. While I'm watching the game, early on in the game, LeBron has an alley oop dunk. And I know obviously he's LeBron James. A reverse alley LeBron al- James. It's a reverse alley oop dunk, and it just looks so easy. And I'm sitting here in the Smut Studio, and I'm thinking, damn, it's just so easy. It doesn't matter if it's LeBron or Dwight Howard or you know anybody just JaVel McGee a lot, lot of dunks were happening in this game and I was like these guys it's just so easy to dunk and I'm just such a fucking short white guy what is it now f- there's short guys who can dunk who can dunk yeah but I'm thinking as I'm watching the game what is it like to dunk so I tweet this out you know my mind goes to weird places so I went here I said I'm a five foot nine white guy so I can't come close to dunking a basketball. But I think I'd give up sex for two years if I could dunk the rest of my life. Would you, question mark, I want to hear from my fellow short dudes on this scenario. And I put that out on Twitter, and I was, and then I retweeted it on Dirty Sports, and I was shocked at the responses. Like, a lot of people were chiming in on this. And people come in hot. Like, Aaron here... Intern Aaron walked into my apartment and he's like, absolutely not. Like, he didn't even greet me. He was so worked up about the tweet, but I want to break it down. I'm saying the rest of your life you can dunk. And people had questions like, you know, is this an insane, what type of dunk are we talking? Are we talking reverse, alley-oops? I don't know. I'm just saying I can walk. I mean, I've always said, and this was, and I have dunked. Okay. And this is what I always said was my, like, the, the thing that I could never do that I always wanted to do is I said, and this is what 
means you can really drop step dunk. If you can drop step dunk, you can dunk. Yeah. Now I could at my athletic peak dribble into the lane and one handed dunk. I could I could never two hand dunk. But I could never drop step dunk. Okay, you're forty years old. Yeah. Why, why, if you got, if you were training and somebody was training on those certain features as far as agility, strength, str- you know, stretching, becoming more limber, do you think you could get that ability back to dunk? I think, I think, so I there's, th- a, I think you could. Yeah, I think I could too. There's a guy, I think this was a 60 minutes piece a couple years ago. On dunking? There's a, there's a, yeah. There's a guy who claims he can get anybody to dunk. Oh, like, dude. Within reason. Dude. Like, I think he was like, I can't get like. You know, under what like five six to dunk or something like that or whatever. Like he could get but, me to dunk. Yes, he claims, and and there are guys in this. I'm pretty sure it's a sixty. Torx, look it up if it's a sixty minutes piece or some uh, show like that where they have in- investigative reporters. And this guy goes, "I can get anybody to dunk. It's plyometrics. It's box jumps. It's this. It's that." And that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So yes, at six foot four. Even at four, like probably not long, not a whole lot longer, but at six foot four, having not become grossly overweight, if if I worked just plyometrics for a year, box jumps, shit like that, yeah, I could probably dunk. Now, here's what I'll tell you is my answer to your question. The day I dunked for the first time when I was 17 years old, if you said right there, you can dunk for the rest of your life. It, but you can't have sex for two years right now. I'd have probably taken the deal. Okay, so so you're on team. But Ruther. now, okay, it's different. I'm not taking the deal. Okay, because I'm like, first of all, what am I doing with my dunking ability at this point? It's a good point. You know what I mean? I'm going out and dunking on, like, and also, can I dunk on people? Can I? That's the other thing. Traffic dunks. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of stipulations here. Yeah. My take was this: before I tweeted out, you can drop step dunk though. You can traffic dunk. Before I tweeted out, I debated two or three years without sex. I thought, okay, three's a little extreme. Now, I just thought, look, two years is not that long without sex. It's not that long. I have, I've gone, you know, I've gone through my stints where I get weird and I'm like, I'm not having sex for a minute. I've gone six months. I'm currently in a little, I'm currently in a little dry spell a few months. I haven't tried. I was hoping to end that this weekend, if you know what I mean. Uh, but I mean, I messaged you the other night. I was like, come out, get your dick wet. And you were like, I can't, I have a, I have a video conference call with Nick D'Alessandro. We're going to talk about how he's going to sleep in my apartment for two months. I was like, all right, that's a little weird. I got to go. It wasn't a, it wasn't a video conference call. It was just a normal call. But yeah, Nick, I'm, I'm flying Nick out. He's going to live in the smart studio couch. We need a in-house video editor. So basically you're not going to have sex for two years either way. And you're not going to be able to dunk. This no. is like the worst of both worlds. No, d- don't worry about it. Yeah, but it'll be good for the show. Unless you're having sex with Nick, which not, not, not there's anything wrong Look, with that. Don't divert, don't divert this conversation into that. I would do it because here's why. I would love, we live right next to the famed Venice Beach Courts. I would love my short little white ass to go out there whenever the fuck I wanted. It's right across the street from us, Joe, and shoot, hoop, and then just dunk and just to watch like the gif of all the black people going crazy. I, I got to tell you. 
I would get off it's on it. It's the top five greatest feeling in the world that I've ever experienced. But see, see, you're you're fitting my point, and that's that's my point. As someone who can't come close to ne- dunking, and I never dunked in a game, and uh, I've never dunked in a uh, in a, uh, a an official game. Like I dunked in scrimmage, I've dunked in practice. So, so I'm I'm glad you said that because you and I, okay, we've both had maybe. Comedy show. You've had a comedy show, and as a comedian, as somebody who performs live, I did a show when I was back home in New York for thirteen hundred people. It's it's not even close to comparable. And that's what I was going to ask. So you're in front of thirteen hundred people telling jokes, and everyone's laughing, and that adrenaline rush. The first time I dunked, I I looked for every. I was like, "Who's on? Who's on?" I did it. I fucking dunked, and I was like, "I'm gonna do it again." Every crowd around. Okay, so you get it. So I'll get to Aaron here because you said you would have taken that deal at 17, not at 40. Yeah. Now, Aaron, why did you walk into my apartment and just go, hell no? Because it's absolutely preposterous. Why? How old are you, Aaron? 26. Hmm. Because he's getting to a certain. But you're also, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I have a feeling that your girlfriend absolutely has never once listened to 10 seconds of this show. No, she's listened to full episodes before. Has she? Yeah. Does she listen without you? Uh, sometimes she has, yeah. I'm calling bullshit on that. Are but you, anyway. No, she has. Are you planning on marrying your girlfriend? Yes. So two year, you have the rest of your life to have sex with your girlfriend. You're having sex with the same person forever from here on out. Why not add dunking to the mix? Okay, because number one, I get restless. Just <laughs> restless when I'm just, if it's gone too long. Without the sexuals, um, but, but but hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, it feels almost the same. Dunking. <laughs> okay, but but my other thing is that like when it comes to dunking, I didn't. But real quick, yeah, I didn't yeah. say other things are off the table. Other sexual things that can make you climax. I didn't say that's off the table. Right. No, I was saying climax. Hey, let's, hey, let's, we're a professional show here, Joe. <laughs> but still, uh, I don't know. I, I'm still gonna say no. And when it comes to dunking, like. I've been close. I mean, whenever I really go for it, you have not been close. This, you, you, know, you underestimate my athletic prowess. Uh, oh, we're gonna play on the courts, buddy. The closest I, I can get is the top of the ball will like hit the rim, but it's not. It's it's like all right, I can get up there, but I just gotta lay it up because if not, okay. I get rejected. But no, dunking is just such a fleeting feeling, and it's not even that mo. Like it's not let even me, that crazy. Let me, t- in the game. let me tell you something, Aaron. It's not that crazy. Saying you almost dunked is saying you like you almost had sex. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's literally that is a strong comparison. But like, like I, I no, at- guys, I've, and like, imagine saying in like the locker room, like, yeah, are you a virgin? I was like, well, I'm not a virgin. Like, I almost had sex one time. They'd be like, this dude said he almost had sex. Yeah, I just still think it's it's a it's a wild. It's just like, how often are you dunking? You're fucking never dunking. Well, if you're dunking, that's the thing. If you know you can dunk 100 percent of the time, then you're dunking all the time. Yeah, but you're still. I mean, then you're just like I was not an all the time dunker. But 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 see, here's what here's what's bothering me about your response. I'm not chiming in as much. I'm letting Joe talk because he has dunked. He's telling you what it feels like. He's also saying, dude, I just did a show in front of 1,300 people. I'm killing 1,300 people. It doesn't compare. But also the the other thing is like dunking at 17. It's like like you you're like. The whole world is in front of you. Yeah, like, er, any anything is possible. 
Like, but let me ask you this. But thing. that's why at forty, like, I'm not gonna like. I'd rather have sex for the next two years than dunk again because, like, what am I gonna do with that dunking? But at seventeen, when I dunked, I was like, "Am I going to the NBA?" <laughs> I was like, "I think I might be going to the NBA, guys." But I guess my question to I'm you a great is, passer, how I'm a good, solid outside shooter? I play incredible defense. I have just added dunking to the repertoire. And then 18 days later, when my ability to dunk went out the window, probably because I started having sex. Okay, then question. Is it better than hitting a home run in the in a game? Yes. Dunking is better than hitting a home run? Well, I, again, I never dunked in a game. Okay. I've hit a home run in a game. And I have hit a home run in all, every version of a scrimmage. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, basketball practice and basketball scrimmages is essentially a game. Like, you're playing a game. You're just not playing. You know, so, but I never dunked. When I played in high school, I didn't get a lot of opportunities to dunk in the game. The, the three and a half minutes I was in the game, I was throwing Showtime passes. Wasn't doing a lot of breakaway dunks. Um, I imagine dunking on somebody in traffic in a game feels like hitting a home run and somehow running out to the outfield, catching your home run, and hitting it back to home plate. I imagine, based on dunk, what dunking in practice feels like. And, and, and I'm glad we're having this conversation. And Joe, I'm surprised at his answer. I'm, I'm liking it because that's my train of thought. My train of thought is this, is that... I'll say this, like, I don't know if it's worth giving up sex for two years. One. To try to dunk. What if it's one? To try to, but for you to feel the feeling of dunking one time. Also, it's going to lose its luster as it move, as you dunk. Good point. The reason I brought this up is I just think we've underappreciated dunking at this point. We're, we're devaluing dunking. Like I said, I'm watching the Lakers game, and I'm just seeing how skilled these guys are. And... There's, we see it so often. It's like if you ate ice cream every day, right? You're right. Yeah. It's going to lose its effect. But that, that, that was the whole point of this. And to me, I thought sex was a good thing to bring into it because everybody says, oh, I don't want to give up sex or this and that. But like two years isn't that much. I mean, it's really not that long. Like I said, especially if you can do other things. I, I'm going to say for me, the answer is... It's a very time sensitive thing and and circumstance uh yeah. like wh- what your circumstances are. I think everybody the answer is different. Twerks is a very cusp uh person there. 26, good time to start dunking. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> uh you're already with a girl you're going to be with for the rest of your life. You have 60 more years to dunk on her. I don't know if I'm you if I'm dun- although you're so short and you're so old and you're so <laughs> and you're so I mean can you can you backlog the sex thing can you use the 5 months of sex you haven't had and and you now if I'm you like you're also a very special candidate me I'm done dunking look I look this is my personal stance and it's going to be a humble brag I've had a lot of sex in my life I've had a lot of sex plain and simple I've banged a lot of chicks so for to, to me it's not what's another girl right for a couple years. To me, it's like, yo, again, I just grab that basketball out of my closet. I walk over to the Venice Beach courts and I'm like, look at this Bieber looking motherfucker. And I'm like, Bieber looking motherfucker, my friend. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. And I just fucking tomahawk dunk. And they proceed now, to turn into to, a gift. Just to tell you, like, just give me my train of thought because I think this is a great question. I'm out. I'm I'm done dunking. But at the same time, 
if you if you're if you're a pushy car salesman, you come over to me and you're like, "All right, Prano, before we let you out of this door, you can drop step dunk, but you can't have sex for four months." I'm like, "I'm in. Let's <laughs> let's sign this deal." Okay. You know what I mean? Like, my girlfriend will hate to hear it, but four months, a lot of cunnilingus. I'm drop step dunking on people in Venice Beach. Let's go. All right. So I mean, sex is tight. <laughs> I mean, two years. Sex is tight. But but Aaron, I'll be honest. Like, I, I don't like. I don't know. I I, I think. Like I said, I, I think I'm not experienced in dunking, but I'm more experienced in the sex field. I I think. You got yourself a goddamn deal. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I I I live with my girlfriend, so like two years, no sex. That's a long fucking time. Because I, I see her every day, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" So maybe that's why I, I look at that time period as way too long. But you're also younger, dude. He's right. Like, like, like I, I'm currently right now. Me, literally, this day as we record this podcast, I'm in a state where I don't like. I'd rather just look at porn and jack off to deal with somebody. <laughs> like this is where Andy Ruther is, December eighteenth, twenty nineteen. I don't even care. Like Joe said, he's like, oh, come out. There'll be some cute girls. I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'll just handle my business. But that's what makes me happy right now. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to just go on a bank spree at some point. I'm just saying, I choose dunking. You don't. Prano doesn't. But it seems like with Joe, there's some sort of wiggle room for like four months or something. And and traffic Traffic done? Yeah, I mean, look. Two months. I, also, I think. Two months. Also, I think I think you've actually inspired me. I think tomorrow I'm going to go to like a fucking plyometrics guy and be like, look, by this time next year, I need to be able to have sex and dunk in the same day just to roast my co-host. Like, got up today, fucked and dunked. I would respect that. There, there'd be no roasting. I, I, I'd have nothing but uh, praise for you if you did that. You know what's going to help us all dunk, Joe? Because I know you, I, we, we talk about what's going to help you dunk. Some of that great meat from Butcher Box. I think that you're right. Protein is probably important. It's very important. Yeah, I had some. I had. I definitely had a dunk breakfast yesterday. I had some Butcher Box ground beef. Ooh. Threw some eggs in there. How is that? Because I just thought out my my ground it was beef. Fantastic. Ground little Butcher Box ground beef. Cooked it up. Cracked a couple eggs in it. Let those cook on top. Threw a little cheese on top. Boom. A little mm. meat, egg, cheese. Bonanza. Have you cooked the pork chops yet? I have. I've eaten both of them. So good. Yeah. Love the but love the butcher box pork chops. And I'm not normally not like the biggest pork chop guy because I don't know how to cook it. I only cook it. I only eat it usually with my dad because Walt knows how to cook. But guys, every month Butcher Box ships a curated selection of high quality meat right to the house. What I love about Butcher Box not only does it taste great. It's free of antibiotics and added hormones. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individuals. And I'm so happy that we're working with Butcher Box. And you guys should be happy too because we have a great deal. And this, I don't say lightly, is a great gift for the holiday season. Right now, you can get two pounds of ground beef and two packs of bacon absolutely free plus $20 off your first box. And I believe that comes out to about $109. Don't quote me on that. But all this meat, plus you get two pounds of ground beef and two packs of bacon, 
with the $20 off, again, I think it's around that price. Just go to butcherbox.com forward slash dirty or at checkout, use dirty at checkout. Again, that's butcherbox.com forward slash dirty or use promo code dirty at checkout. I know some of the dirt balls have used it. This is a great gift. Christmas is next week. Yeah. If you give your man some meats, but it's not it's not even a man. If you let's say give your woman some meats, your whole f- or a family, give your family some meats, right? Like for me, get the meats, order the meats, deliver the meats, butcher box. We're not going to have this deal forever. We have the meats at somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Butcherbox.com forward slash dirty or promo code dirty at checkout. And uh, oh, that bacon! Can we talk about that bacon real quick? Yeah. You get two pounds of free bacon. When you use this code, that bacon, I I cooked it. I put it in my, my Andy Ruther fuckboy scramble. Mm. Even though I had not been with a lady, I had still made the scramble. I do that still for myself every day. Amazing. So use that, butcherbox.com forward slash dirty. What else we got on this rundown? It's locked. It's loaded up there, Andy. It's loaded. So much NFL news. Now, we're going to get to week 16 NFL picks here in a minute. But let's before we do our week 16 picks, can we just mow through some news? Sure. All right. First off, we'll do the quick hitters. Josh Gordon, at this point, I just I feel bad for the guy. Do you? I do. I don't. I do. I don't. Do we know his pot again? It was P- honestly, I don't even care what it was. It was PEDs. Well, the statement and substance abuse. Both is that what the statement was? It, it, I, I almost feel like they wrote the the statement to make it be like, oh, it could be anything. They did. I do feel bad for him, bro. Just stay off drugs if you want to be in the league, or don't be in the league. It's fine. You don't have any sympathy. Why would I? Because it's because he clearly has a problem. Uh, if look, he, if he's look wh- here's why I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him because pot's illegal in the NFL still. If that was what it was about, but then also, bro, if you just love weed, then just like, cool, don't be in the NFL, you're a billionaire. But again, I try to look at the bigger picture, and I tweeted this out, and again, so many idiots didn't understand my tweet. I don't want to just look like you just tapped on, you, you touched on it slightly, but to me it's even bigger than that. Major League Baseball just got rid of yeah, great, awesome. a, a pot. The NFL should do the same, but not just the NFL. Our entire country, fuck it, go one step further. The entire world. The fact that we're still having this discussion, I know his employers can institute what they want. See, this is what I hate about social media. Everybody gets lost in, well, no shit, the NFL Also, can- everybody gets a law degree and no one knows what the fuck they're talking about. Here's... Uh, the. Literally everybody on tw- Twitter is a fucking moron. I agree. It is. It's a high rate at this point. It's a cesspool. We have talked about it a lot because you are the former king of Twitter, and Twitter is now dead, so you're, like, your kingdom has fallen on ashes. You know what I mean? But I've, honestly, I've moved on to IG. It's, it, honestly, it's, it's better that you're gone because t- it, Twitter is a cesspool. It is. It's a cesspool. It's a cesspool of bad takes. But why are we looking, again, why are we looking at the small picture? My thing is marijuana should be legal everywhere. It's already legal in so many states. Just legalize it. It's less harmful than alcohol. That's my point. And that was my point of my tweet. Joe's stretching because he's 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 gonna dunk a basketball after the show. I, I I just that's my point on all this. Major League Baseball just got rid of it. 
NFL should follow suit, and every state and every country should follow suit. It's 2019. If you want to smoke a J or eat a gummy, God damn it. Just let people live. But also, Josh Gordon, be an advocate for cannabis. And, like, fucking make that your career. Because you're not that good at football anymore. And uh, He had a great catch last week. Yeah, but it's also because he's because he's been suspended for however many goddamn years. Because the guy just can't stop smoking pot. Which is actually amazing. Like, how do you not, like... But that's why I have sympathy for him. Because he clearly cannot give it up. But that's bad, too. That's also, that's a bad position to be in. I smoked a lot of pot in my day, guy. Well, it was interesting. I was texting my brother about this. And I'm like, I could give it up when I need to. And you know, well, that's what my brother said to me. He's like, dude. And I've never had to, no one's ever required me to give it up. He's like, you know what's required me to give it up? Not having money. I didn't go robbing people for pot. Well, this is what my brother said. He, he agrees with me. We should be legal. But then he texts me back. He goes, dude, you have sympathy for him? He goes, you gave up alcohol. Like that. Yeah. And he goes, you didn't have, he goes, and no one paid you millions, Andy, to give up alcohol. All we're saying is don't smoke weed and you can make millions. So I get it. But again, the bigger picture, let's just, let's just legalize weed. Okay. Moving through NFL news. Tom Coughlin, your boy has been fired because he couldn't stop writing fines. I kind of love this story. It's, it's hilarious. Um, it's a weird story, but I kind of love it. But at the same, like, I'm a Tom, I'm a Tom Coughlin stan. Sure. Obviously, how can you not be? But actually, if you look at Tom Coughlin's career, kind of hard not to be a Tom Coughlin stan. He took the Jaguars to the AFC Championship in year two of their existence. Yeah. Came to the New York Giants. Took them there twice. Yeah. Came to the New York Giants. Actually, two Super Bowls. And he took the Jags again. And he took the Jags to the AFC Championship again. I think that was year one of Coughlin or year two. Year two. It was it year two of Coughlin? I think so. Might have been year one of Coughlin. Either way. Even either way. Like the Jaguars. The Jaguars. The Jaguars. Jaguars, as Andy would say. He took them there three times. Yeah. Uh it was it was you're right. It was year one. Because they went ten and six, then five and eleven, and five and nine. So basically, if you didn't see this, this was the story. The NFLPA issued a letter this week. Two NFL players saying, avoid the Jags at all costs. Do not play for them. They're out of control with the fines. And then it was revealed that Jacksonville has been responsible for 25% of all team fines on players, which is pretty remarkable. Yeah. Now, Tom Coughlin has a long history of this. This is the thing. And... What's amazing is that, you know, there was a Michael Strahan, Tom Coughlin beef back in the day. Yes. Because Michael Strahan got fined for being on time to a meeting. This is the story. Showed up on time, got fined for being late. Tom Coughlin said, five minutes early is on time, on time is late. Which is just like, like... Just did you set the meeting for five minutes earlier? You know what I mean? Like it's ridiculous. It's wild. But Michael Strahan is also on record, and Tom Coughlin is on record as saying the reason that they won the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl, is because everybody on the team bought into Coughlin, and Coughlin bought into everybody on the team. He got a little more relaxed, 
they got a little bit more disciplined. They met in the middle. Magic happens. Plus, the GOAT was winning MVPs, you know? So, we've got that. But, like, that was uh, obviously a joke. But also, Eli Manning's not the kind of guy who's getting fined ever, right? Yeah. Like, the guy's probably 30 minutes early. He's probably sleeping there. They wake him up. He's like, yeah, I've been here all night. Um, so Tom Coughlin is also in the second portion of his career where he's like a little bit more relaxed and all he's asking is for guys to like get treatment at the facility and shit like that. And we've talked about this before. Well, well, let me explain what happened so people understand. So Dante Fowler was allegedly fined and he got the money back. I believe Aaron said before the show, he was fined upwards to $750,000 when he played for them. And a lot of that was because he needed treatment during an injury and he had his own guy and Coughlin told him every time you're not at the team facility while you're injured or on injured reserve, whatever it is, I'm going to find you every single day. You need to use our guy at our facility. It's that simple. And Dante Fowler and I'm sure other players just ignored that and they have their own trainer and their own physician or specialty person, whatever it is. And he racked up to seven hundred and fifty grand in fines. And this is one of the reasons that the NFLPA says you don't want to play for this guy because he just fines players. Yeah. Now, I don't know if Tom Coughlin went into this whole new, old, get-off-my-lawn level of his career where he was fine. But we've talked about this before. The old-school coach, the Coughlins, the Harbaugh's, yeah. whatever, they work less and less in the NFL these days and, and across sports because millennials ain't going to be told what to do. Yeah. This is something that I saw as a baseball coach. I, I coached baseball consecutively, high school varsity baseball, for 10 seasons. From year one to year 10 was, a, I'm telling you, a whole different world. Year one, I'm like, this is the way it is. Guys are like, yeah, whatever. Year one, we had guys eating sandwiches on the bench because they were like, we didn't eat before the game. I was like, you're fucking never playing again. And they were like, what? And I was like, if you can't, like we, our game is at 11 a.m. If you can't figure out how to eat before 11 a.m., you can't figure out how to get it in this lineup. You're not playing ever again. And everybody was fine with it. Year 10, I had kids like, I have to study tonight. And I would be like, I don't even understand. I was like, I don't understand what you're telling me. And they're like, well, I have a big test tomorrow. And so the game today, I don't know if I can make it. I was like, you play on the high school baseball team. You study and you play baseball. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, I took tests and studied and partied and fucking did everything. Like, what are you saying to me right now? And people are like, you got to take it easy. Like, they got to they have class, too. And I was like, this is some shit. Like, I was like, I'm out. Like, I can't I can't do this anymore. And and it's just like people are soft these days. I agree. Soft. People are soft, but also that hard-nosed mentality still can work. I mean, look at New England. It's it's granted they're cheating as well, but <laughs> yeah. But it's worked for New England under Bill Belichick this whole time. And right. you're and you're right, Joe. The, the, the Harbaugh or the Tom Coughlin, that hard nosed mentality. But we've also seen. But it look, with, look at Alabama. But we've seen it with. Uh, it works in college still. It works in college still because they're kids. Yeah. Right. And and it's gonna start working less and less there. I'm sure. But 
you're still choosing where to go as a high school recru- recruit. You want to win. Nick Saban's not coming over in there and being like, dude, you don't want to practice. Don't practice. He's like, you want to come to Alabama and win? You come to Alabama and win. And there, I'm sure there's other – look, I'm sure John Calipari is going to fucking Kentucky. and got, He's like, you want to go to the NBA? You want to never practice and go to the NBA? Come to Kentucky. It's like, also, there's a bag of money by your door. Have it. Don't have it. It's up to you, honestly. <laughs> like, I don't, you, look, it's, somebody's going to take it. If it's not you, it's going to be some kid that walks by in the next 15 minutes. Take the money. <laughs> but the, it's going to start working less and less, I think, even on that level. And I think some of those hard-nosed guys are going to get less and less recruits. But in the NFL, when you get drafted to a team, but look – People always point to Belichick as like, oh, he doesn't have, like he doesn't stand for the shit. He doesn't stand for it. Like he has cut many guys. You're like, dude, why? Like, how are you done with that? And he's like, I don't need him. Like, I'll be fine because he's going. You buy in or you don't buy in. Tom Coughlin has a history of saying, if you buy in, you will win, and if you don't buy in, you will be gone. And Look, he's getting old, but well, he just, it, I mean, he's unemployed now. Yeah, but it works, and but also the NFLPA. Like, Google the president of the NFLPA, Aaron. Is it Troy Vincent? Like, it's a player who left football in like the last fifteen years. Or no, is it Maurice Smith? Yeah, the president and the NFL Players Association. Or the head of the. I NFL. think it's. I think it's. It's Maurice. I don't know if I have his name right, but I think he was just an attorney. Like yeah. he didn't play. Okay. Troy. Tro- maybe Troy Vincent works for the actual NFL. I'm not sure. No, it's. Uh, it's Eric Winston from the Bengals. Oh, so I'm wrong. Oh, so the N. I'm mixing. I'm thinking of the. Okay. So he's the head of the NFL PA. The NFL Players Association. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Winston. What am I thinking of? The union. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's probably Marie Smith. That's who I'm thinking. Yeah, of. but the, but that's my point. Is like now the guys in charge are guys who are like, man, you don't have to stand for that shit. You can't have some old ass white dude telling you what to do. Don't play in D- memo. D- don't Smith. play in Jacksonville. Is it D. Marie Smith? He's the uh, okay. He's the executive director. Of the NFLPA. By the way, this has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. It just wants to show Marie that Smith not, is, is, he doesn't have dementia. <laughs> Executive director, not the president. Okay. What's Troy What's Troy Vincent doing these days? I'm mixing up all my NFL guys. Anyway, Prano's shaking his head at me. Okay, that's that story. I, I, by the way, I'm not saying... I'm not, I am a Tom Coughlin stand, but I'm not saying Tom Coughlin's right or wrong in this situation. God knows what if he's just... Get, I get the get off my lawn portion of his career, but he does have a history, and it's out, and and I can tell you for a fact, millennials don't want to be told what to do, but the ones that do, they often end up on winning teams, and they're fine with it because you need some, you need a fucking, you're you're a twenty something fucking athlete, you need a father figure. But I, I, I think you need it at any age, man. Yeah, I think at any age, sometimes you got to get people telling you, dude, and I hate it. I hate it at thirty eight when people tell me shit. That I don't want to hear about changing things about my life, but then a lot of times later, oh my god, dude, I'll be like, dude, you showed me those things, and you were tough on me, and I fucking needed that, right? It's like that's how you have to do it sometimes. 
I, I agree with you. Like, I don't know if it's working or not, and I, but but at the end of the day, Tom Coughlin, that's all I'm going to say. It might not work now, but Joe is right. And this is somebody who's not obviously a New York guy. He got two Super Bowls. He got the Jacksonville Jags, whether he was coaching or whether he was in management and calling shots. He got the Jacksonville Jags to their only four. And think about the stars from that team. AFC championships. They're, they're, the stars of the most recent team are all on the same team now. Fowler, Ramsey, Bortles. That is weird. They're all on the Rams. Because they're all on the fucking loosey-goosey. I'm 25. We'll go out and fucking Snapchat each other the whole game. It's cool. Guys, just run up to the line. I'll give you the plays in the helmet. No big deal. I'm going to miss the playoffs. Well, let's let's get to this last story. We'll, we'll discuss it as we're doing our picks. Okay. How about that? Sure. So week 16 is here. Joe. You picked up a point last week. I know. I just I did good the week before three. Picked up a point last week. Staying positive. I would have liked to pick up more. That fucking Seattle game killed me, but also you got burned on the Philadelphia game. Yeah, so come on. But God, Russ, help me out. Come on. Russ went into fucking shutdown mode. Russ gave up on the MVP. How dare you diss the NFC starting Pro Bowl quarterback? I will not have that. No Russ slander here. But you are six points back. I am extremely confident. Like, I'm 99% confident. You don't have a You're chance. You're 100%. Uh, you know, I, nothing's ever 100% in life. Like, I'm 99%. Mean, like I'm 90, my hands are bigger than yours. 100%. 100%. Like, I'm 99% sure I'll never be able to dunk, but you never know. I might start doing those crazy workouts. I'm pretty confident. There's 32 games left that you're not going to pick up seven on me. I just got to pick up six. Then we go to a tiebreak. Then we go to a playoff tiebreak. All right. Well, let's let's get to our— I picked up three last two weeks ago. I picked up three this week. I picked up three next week. And I got myself a playoff tiebreaker. You did. Let's go! All right. All right. All right. Calm down. And as always, our NFL picks are brought to you by our good friends at GTP Picks. Stop paying your bookie, guys. Stop paying your bookie every Let me tell you why you should stop paying your bookie. Why? Because I, as you know, have got a special uh, sponsor deal for GTP Picks. I get to see behind the curtain. Last week, I bet with GTP Picks for the NFL. Facts only here. They went 8-1. and 8-1 last week. They went 8-1. If you bet $10 when you're going 8-1, and one, you make 70 bucks. If you bet hundred dollars a game you're making 700 bucks yeah they know what they're doing because they leverage this is what they do this is statistically how they do it they leverage decades of historical data into profitable sports betting recommendations that have made their clients money like joe said year after year and if you're a member if you have a subscription with gtp picks you get access to the sports betting recommendations sent directly to your email as well as 24 7 access advice i know these guys I know the founder. He lives by here. I'm not going to say his name. This motherfucker doesn't sleep, though. If you DM him, he's going to get back to you. And uh, they had a great college football season. If you put $50 per play during the football season, those clients made $1,500. Dude, you made half that last week if you just bet NFL, if you just bet $100 on any, every NFL pick. Well, I got something even better. You can now join the GTP team for just a fraction of the original price. 
from now until Friday, Dirtballs, every GTP picks recommendation for the entire college football bowl season is just forty nine ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. Simply visit G. Great. Yeah. Simply visit GTP picks. That's a lot of bowl games. Ton of bowl games. So go visit GTP picks to unlock this limited time offer. The Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, the Carquest Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, the Sun Bowl, the name bowl games, Alamo Bowl, Alamo Bowl, the In and Out Burger Bowl, Holiday Bowl, my favorite bowl probably. Yeah, Citrus. OJ Simpson didn't do it. Bowl. <laughs> That's the new one. I, I'm not sure it's gonna last. Sponsored but. by his Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty remarkable. So go visit gtppicks.com for this great offer, $49.99. If you like making money while watching sports, investing with GTP Picks is a no-brainer. $49.99 for every bowl game is literally free money. Yeah. And the proof is in the pudding, right? They, I'm doing They gave me a break on, the, on my NFL subscription, so I'm going to pay for the bowl picks myself. I'm going to do it. I'm going to use some of that money I made last week. Well, good for you, Joe. I ha- I should check in with them before I make these picks every sure. week. But our lines are always off by fucking three points. So Yeah, because we, we, we do the lines so early. And obviously this is Wednesday night. Okay. Taking some notes. Oh, so Joe came prepared today. The Texans travel to Tampa where they are three-point favorites. Jameis Winston on a streak here. I believe they... they- w- sorry, Tampa and... Texans. You're looking up the current line, aren't you? No. No, no. I'm not I'm not a Tug Coker look ahead line guy. I was like, they don't do that, because that'll that's it's not healthy for the show. Look ahead guy. Okay, the Bucks are three point dogs at home. The Bucks have won on a good little winning streak. The Bucks are seven and seven. I believe they started two and five, so they've won five of their last I here's the deal. No way in shape and form. No way in hell. Can I go against Deshaun Watson, against Jameis? Texans win and cover. I'm with you. Um, I'm with you. I think that uh, the Texans win last week was like, here's what I'm going to say about the Texans and the AFC South in general. I know Aaron has the Titans as the best team in the NFL. (laughs) Hot take. The, uh, the Colts are now done. The Colts the Colts have been eliminated. Are we going to talk about that at all? I believe so. We'll save that for when we get to the Colts game. But uh, the Texans have put themselves in a fantastic position, obviously, to win the AFC. I think they basically won it. They basically well, yeah. If they were to lose this game and then they would lose to the Titans, that's the only way how right because they could still lose to the Titans and still win the division if they win this game. Correct, which I think they do. That and that is why, because I think that they don't want to have to face the Titans for the division. I think the Titans win out, make the playoffs, but I think that they don't want to put themselves yeah. in that position. And Texans we, win and cover, and we can't have Jameis having a winning record this year. We just can't have that. Eight and eight for Jameis, right? Hey, God, that's a that's huge, good. That's a huge upgrade. That's good for him. Yeah. Okay, the Bills travel to New England, where they are six and a half point dogs. Coming off their Sunday night win. I'm sorry, Pats fans. Do your job. I'm not feeling it. And I'm not feeling the Pats right now. Especially at six and a half. The first game I was actually in Las Vegas with 
my friend, Tug Coker. We watched the game. Now, I think the Patriots might have covered. I don't remember what the spread was. They couldn't score points, though. I think this is like this is one of those, how is this six and a half? Yeah. I got to take the Bills. So, God. So, for me, this is tough for a couple reasons. One, I do I agree with you. I think this game is closer than six and a half. Two, on the flip side, I go pass because uh, Bills are in. Bills got to be stoked just to be in. This could be a Bills are in letdown game. Ooh, good point. Right? Road teams this year are covering like nobody's fucking business. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah. And road teams are winning games outright. Like yeah. nobody's fucking business. Um, Twerks, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to put me down for the Pats. I'm going to ask you to highlight it in some color other than red, blue, or green so that I can come back to it if I need after I look uh, at my board after. I don't think that's in the, I don't think it's in the bylaws here. You just, what do you mean? I, can, I can't come back to it? Eh, we don't really do that, Joe. Well, we go through the whole things, and then we, we, we go ball control offense, and I've only got one different pick from you the whole week. I've got to take the fucking— Okay, okay. If I have 12 different picks— I'm not super confident about that one, but I'm going to get in my different picks early. All I might right. come back and change it. I didn't come back and change it last week, and you fucking saved yourself a game, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I don't know why you would take the Jets against the Ravens. That was just a reckless decision. Because of this very reason. Trying to get my different picks in early. Okay. Should have gone back and changed it. Okay, didn't okay. have it highlighted in a different color. I didn't need eight different picks. I needed seven. All right. No need to get aggressive. This very much need to get aggressive. My Japanese neighbor who is molesting his son doesn't approve. Did I just say oh, that on Domo there? Domo Mr. Roboto. Drink that wine, Prano. Okay. Rams, 49ers. This is another tough one. Yeah. The Niners are six and a half point favorites. The Rams also have nothing to play for. Yes. The Rams Niners. Are out. The Rams are done. Rams are done. They done. Done. Basically. Yeah. The 49ers do. The 49ers can still get the number one seed if they win out. The Rams are so tough. Are, 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 I mean, two weeks ago, the Rams piss, shit, and a little bit of jizz, kind of a, sort of a little bit of blood, too, on your boy Russ. Embarrass him. Embarrass him. Embarrass him. Then... Your other boy, Dak, <laughs> your Super Bowl pick, Dak comes out and just all jizz and blood all over the Rams. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Is this a common occurrence that, you, that happens to you, Prano? That combo? Little, I mean, they, they, they bloody snowballed. Dak bloody snowballed the Rams last week. Now, the 49ers had a huge letdown last week. Yeah. And so did the Rams. Yeah. But this almost is like the Rams. Do you see this late in the season where the team always plays spoiler and they keep a game close? Yep. Yep. Because it's division. That could be, I mean, potential bounce back game for the Niners, potential spoiler for the Rams. Niners also, like you said, playing for the one seed, the two seed, the home field. And the Niners killed them in LA. Killed them. Yep. Earlier in the year. They did, indeed. And I think they're going to do it again. I'm going Niners. I'm going to take the Rams. I have no confidence in Jared Goff. I have no confidence in Jared Goff either. All right. That's a risky pick, Mr. Prano. I'm going to keep that one. I'm going to keep that. That one's going to hold. You don't even have to highlight that one. I'm going to keep that one. Okay. 
Jags, Falcons. Minshew mania. You thought it was dead, people. They were down 16-3 to my boy, Twerks. Final home game for the Raiders. Two comeback drives. They win. And I went to Twerks last week on this one. I asked him what was going to happen. He said the Raiders were going to cover. The Raiders didn't cover against Minshew Mania, a gross game, a, like a game where you fire one team's president and the other team fucking gets bottles and shit thrown on the field and never goes back to their stadium. It was the fucking – it was the the definition of a loser-go-home bowl. I think there's still 5,000 people in Oakland sitting in that stadium, actually. Like, Twerks, get on mic here. Take me through – you're in, I mean, I guess Fresno's Central California, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. They don't consider that Northern California. No. No. Is Northern California like San Francisco and above? Like, I would say San Jose and above. Okay. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about that being the end of the Raiders in Oakland? And, per- and I don't think we've talked about it in general. How do you feel about the Raiders leaving Oakland? Like, are you, like, you're a... California guy. They're going to Vegas. Um, I mean, you live in L.A. now. It's closer, kind of. I mean, I'm kind of glad they're leaving Oakland. Um, Ooh. Oakland's been shit forever. Yeah, Oakland's a shit. Yeah, dump. Oakland sucks, and the stadium sucks. Everything about it sucks. The people suck. It's like the the way the season ended is so fitting for like their last home game there. Like, of course, there's fights. Of course, it ends in fucking pandemonium. I sent, I sent a message to my friend who is a Raiders fan, not from Oakland, he came into town. He flew to Oakland just for the game. I sent him a message. I said, "Is he alive?" Yes. I said, "I'm sorry. That's the way it down went down." And he was like, "So fitting, like the most appropriate end." Yeah. Of the Raiders in Oakland. I agree. Yeah. Of course. He's yeah. like, "We blew the game. They fu- people are fucking fighting. It's disgusting." <laughs> He's like, people. I love the videos. I'm sure you guys have seen them of people just ripping. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Ripping seats out of the stadium. Did you see the one video? Did you see this? A guy rips the seat. On film, and just nobody says anything. Just rips it out and just walks out of the stadium with it. Walks up the steps, just walks. I think the thing I'm most excited for is to no longer have to watch the Raiders play football on a fucking baseball field. I'm see, so tired of the fucking pitcher's mound. See, I'm gonna miss at that. The Fifty yard line. I'm so I, sick yeah. of it. The news. I mean, it's day, only usually for like two games a year. But still, yeah. The Raiders have been the last to do this for so long. I mean, who was the last? team to have dual facility probably san francisco uh florida for a long time still did miami had uh had like because the the marlins new ballpark's only how many years old not that i bet it's similar yeah levi's is only it was hardball's last year but levi's is new but candlestick's been around or uh um at&t the the the, the, it's a good point the yeah, Giants ballpark's been around for twelve years. That's a good point. I'm not. I'm not thinking that through. Yeah, I think it was just Miami and Oakland for a long time. Of course. Yeah. Two just ridiculous franchises. Yeah. All the Latinos around both stadiums. Can you guys can, can you guys plant some sod between fucking? Go to Home Depot. Cancel. 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 Oh, I hit my mic well, on we my cancel. tooth. Hey. Can people cancel us if we cancel ourselves? No, I don't, th- I I don't th- think so, right? I don't think so. 
They're like, we were about to cancel that, but then they cancel themselves. Yeah. I just see Lauren Michaels like, well, I was going to put him on SNL. And he canceled himself, so I think I'm going to have him anyway. <laughs> Popcorn is delicious. <laughs> I have a new Prano impersonation. Lauren yeah. Michaels. Uh, with all that I being said. we are going to have Eddie Murphy host it, you know. With all that being said. First track on his album's Faggots, so, you know, canceled. <laughs> I like how they do that, canceled. Uh, with all that being said, I want to, I want to just, so I don't get canceled for canceling myself. That was a deep cancel. I, I wanted to make it very clear. If you go on right now, don't say the word, but again, but yeah. And look up the first track on Eddie Murphy's album. You're saying he's, he's dropping that a lot. Yeah. No, that's the title of the track. That's the title of the track. If you want Apple music right now and you look up the Eddie Murphy album, the track number one is the F-bomb. Yeah. Not the F bomb, but yeah, not that F bomb, but the other F bomb. The one that is maggot, but starts with an F. Yeah, the one I just said three seconds ago. Wow, that's the first title. Yes, nineteen eighty two, Eddie Murphy pop. It's it's got a star, by the way. It they don't they don't like they don't black it out or anything. Yeah, they can see it now. They showed it on YouTube. It's funny. YouTube. I'm just saying Eddie Murphy's hosting this weekend. Yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, maybe we shouldn't cancel him after all. Well, well, it just shows the hypocrisy of cancel culture. Canceled. It, it, cancel culture. Canceled. It, it, we canceled you. Yeah, it's... It, don't get me started. Man, we're... we're let, let, let's stay on. Let's stay on the path, though, fellas. I know we're going places. You're drinking a lot of wine. I am taking the Jags yeah. to cover. Taking the Jags to cover. Yes. Ooh, ooh, this is an opportunity for me to pick up. Now I'm going to take the Jags to cover as well. Away team. Falcons. Too big of a win last week. Letdown game. And Jags stay in games. Yeah. Ravens. Browns. This is actually tough for me. It's really tough. The last loss for the Ravens <laughs> was at home again when I was in Vegas with Tug. I hate to say it, but like it's too big a spread. Yeah, but also Ravens revenge game. I've gotten burned multiple times taking betting against the Ravens. Me too. They're the road team, they, but like, yeah, they've blown out everybody. I know, everybody. Now they're saying Kitchens is for sure fired. Landry and o- Odell. Only run routes toward the other team's sidelines so they can say, come get me. Like, what? <laughs> like, hey, you were supposed to do an out. He's like, I did a cross because I had to go over the Cardinals and tell I can't, them, I can't come bl- get me. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm taking the Browns, though. I'm taking the Browns, too. <laughs> I, I just, it's, damn it. It's 10, man. They're, might, they're might, at home. You might have to yell that one for me, too. I'm going to need some different picks here. Okay. I've got the Rams. You're going to like this pick for me. Panthers, Colts. I can't take the Colts. I just can't. Sorry. Son of a bitch. I know. How am I supposed to make up any games? Sorry. Now you're literally just picking my guts. Like, you're like, you're <laughs> like I want to pick the Colts, but Prano hates Josie Brisquette so much. And honestly, I don't hate Josie Brisquette so much. I actually am I the- love I, a Brisquette right I'm now. I'm a Josie Brisquette truther. I'm just a truther. No, you're not. Josie Brisquette played horrifically on Monday night. It was- into the fourth quarter, 
He was under 100 yards passing. He was he was under four yards an attempt. He had a bad game. Uh, no, sorry, not under your four yards an attempt. He was under four yards a completion. He had a bad game. It was horrific. He's bad at playing quarterback in the NFL. I disagree. Straight up bad. He's bad. I disagree. How do you watch that game and say that he that you disagree? How do you watch the second half of Eli against the Eagles? It's the same thing. It's 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 except it's, that Josie Brissett is behind the best offensive line in football. According to what, Joe? According to the players he has. I, I want to see stats on. According this. to Marlon Mack, a guy you'd never heard of leading the league in rushing until he got hurt. According to the fact that Josie Brissett is playing the the New Orleans Saints, who have a fantastic defense, and he doesn't get touched until the fourth quarter. Not sacked the whole game of the fourth quarter. He played horribly. I, and also, I agree, he played horribly. And also, he was not being touched and just playing missing guys. Just overthrowing guys, underthrowing guys, just playing missing guys. I said, trash, six wins. Turns out, I'm the fucking best ever. And honestly, they here's got, the thing. They got absolute, look. Here's the they other got thing. absolutely destroyed with injuries this year. Welcome to the NFL. I agree. Welcome to the fucking NFL. But still. Yeah, but still. When's the but last also, time T.Y. Hilton suited up? But also, first of all, he has had guys on their offense in terms of weapons that have emerged. Pascal has been great. The The backup tight end to Ebron might be better than Ebron. Was it Doyle? Like, there has been guys who have certainly emerged. Also, give me injuries on your skill position players over your offensive line 100% of the time, over your defense 100% of the time, 100% of the time. I Here's the thing about Brisket and the Colts. Fine. No one was like, oh, they're going to go 14-2. and two. That's fine. But I get hammered on this show. Stabbed in the gut. Stabbed oh, in the back. Up. In the kidney when I'm not looking about not being able to fucking admit when I'm wrong. I demand an apology from Andy Ruther. I demand an apology from Tug Coker. Tug Coker tweeting at me in week seven. Put a little respect on Brisket's name. Slice some, slice some beef brisket. And covered in barbecue sauce. This man deserves respect. I demand an apology from Tug Poker. Tug Coker. And Tug Poker. Both of them. Both the Tugs. Both the Okers. What, I know you're worked up. Yeah, I am worked up. Because you know what this is? But no, week 16? Week 17? What, this what is what we call the long finish. This is where you get that. You wait until the end of the year. And it comes all back around. Oh, at first it tastes like berries. At first it tastes like chocolate. At the end, it tastes that smoky flavor. That flavor that you taste when you get burned by brisket. What What is Tug apologizing and for? that's why I brought the red wine today. Is that why? Oh, that is why. <laughs> I'm going to have a little bit of that long finish. Oh, week one? Week two? I like how it smells. <laughs> get in there. Get in there, week three. Week four. Ooh, ooh. Is that is that uh, elderberries? Ooh, is that schnozberries? Then you take a little sip. Week seven, week eight. Mmm, mmm. There's a little bit of hoyer in there. It's a little hoyer. It's a little hoyery. Not gonna lie, a little bit of hoyery. Joe planned this out at home. A that's, a, that's the best part about this. Bit. I didn't plan it out. This is a full riff, and I love it. A little hoyery right there. You right planned here. this out. Mmm, mmm. Mm. 
get a little mm, Solaron. <laughs> Solaron, ooh, it's week 12. <laughs> oh, this, okay, it's rancid. This is terrible. There's no long finish. I'm putting this down. This is a rancid glass of wine, and I demand an apology. I don't... I don't just demand an apology on this show the next time there's a guest co-host. I demand there's an apology on the long finish. I want a multi-podcast apology. Well, I'll let you guys handle that because I'm still not sure what he's apologizing for. I you I also demand an apology for you. What am I apologizing for? Who are for? like, ah, oh, Prano, they're going to go fucking 13 and 3. How are you going to feel then? What Joe, are you I never say to all the people? I never said that. I never said that. Think you're going to make the playoffs? I they won. They won. I thought they were going to make the playoffs at five and two. Of course I did, but come on. You, but you, by the way, do you remember you were also on the Brisketta's trash train? And then you, and then he turned to you? Yeah, he did. And then, but just stay strong, buddy. Stay strong. You were right. You were right. Just be right. I don't think he's trash. I don't think he's amazing. I think he's somewhere in between. I think they're going to draft the quarterback, and I think he was untouched, missing open receivers on Monday Night Football. I agree. He blown the fuck I out. I agree. He had a ter- Inside. Okay, he had a terrible game. There's 16 of them, dude. Guys play bad. Well, there's not 16 of them if you get hurt. There's 14 of them if you're Josie Brisquette. I seem to uh, remember maybe a month ago or so where uh, – the question of whether the Colts are contenders or not, Ruther was waffling on, saying the Colts might be contenders with Brissett T- at the helm. Tug, I asked Tug if they were his Super Bowl pick, and he goes, we'll have to wait until December. I pick my picks in Week 17. I was like, this is offensive. This is offensive. It's fine, Joe. We don't agree. We don't agree on what? You think, you think that he should have been extended for $19 million a year? No, we we don't agree on his status right now. Like he's not the greatest quarterback. He's also not the worst. It's okay, me- if you're Frank Reich, is he your starting quarterback going next year? You're in on Brisket. Are you signing other quarterbacks? Are you drafting other quarterbacks? A lot of scenarios. Who's available? I, I, you'll know the guys who are available. You know the guys who are available. Here's here's some guys who are available: Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, Tom Brady. Definitely no on Eli. I mean, that's... But that, Philip Rivers, you're still in on. <laughs> I mean, just be an Eli Tater at this point. Just just be one. No, and not even even Philip. Joe, it's like, like we got a young guy. I think he has potential. Those guys are, those guys are at the end of their so career. So you're Frank Reich. You go into next year, like, if we if it's Brissette, it's Brissette. Like, that's we'll just have to do it. I'd give him another year. Works? Absolutely not again. <laughs> Thank you, I'm saying absolutely not again to one of Ruther's takes. Okay, whatever. It's it's it, it, fucking Aaron who doesn't eat pizza correctly. You can you can have him on your side. Can we get through these picks though? We got a lot. Well, I'm fucking taking the Panthers. God damn it. Okay, so you're taking the Panthers. I'm taking brisket. All right, let's get through these. God damn it. I was like, oh, the show's going so quickly. You had to do a 14-minute tug diss. I'm wearing the Tupac shirt. He's, he's dropping the hit him up. I'm just saying tug owes me an apology. Okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull that clip. Because when and, I was out of tweeted t- cl- tug. Because when I was out of town, the show was like, hey, let's dig a hole. And when Joe Prano comes back, we'll shoot him in the back. We'll kick him in the hole, and we'll bury him with a shovel that has the number 10 on it. Meanwhile, Josie Brissett's going on national television on Monday Night throwing balls into the stands. It's one game. Yeah, well, like, I think he knew that they were out of the playoffs, and now he's just, like, throwing 
things for charity. He's like, hey, kid in the wheelchair, you get one. Hell, kid there with a cleft lip, you get one. Like, I, the fuck was he doing? Look, man, I, I saw a very bad game. Frank, my- Frank Reich turned Nick Foles into a fucking Super Bowl. He turned Josie Brissett into 7-9? and nine? You, we're, not, we're four weeks removed from being like, well, you going like, I don't know what we're talking about here. If they go in and they win a fucking playoff game, then he's Andrew fucking Luck. And I was like, jeez, okay. I, I, didn't, I, call, guess I, I didn't call him Andrew. I, I, what I said was we were talking about team records. I know, I know you're big on this. I'm right, you're wrong shit. But, you know, I'm not playing that game right now. I'm just not playing it. No, I'm right. You're wrong. No. You were right. Then you bailed. You jumped on. I wasn't. Fuck, I you w- jumped onto the Chianti train with fucking Tug Coker. You're like, hey, now we're talking, bro. And I was like, all right, you guys talk all you want. Moving on, Bengals, Dolphins. Not moving on to the playoffs. The Indianapolis Colts and Josie Brisket. Moving on to the next game. In Miami, the Dolphins are one point favorite. This is a fun one. Ah, oh, this is where you get a point because you're just going to pick different because it's basically a, a good push game. Did the Bengals win a second game? I'm going to say no. Dolphins. Oh, yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. Oh, I was like, fuck, did he fuck me? Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, I knew you'd take the opposite of that one. All right, Jets-Steelers. Devlin Duck Hodges is starting again. The Steelers are three-point road favorites. Hmm. The Jets have looked bad lately. So has the Steelers quarterbacks. (laughs) The Steelers D is still the Steelers D. Yeah. Playoffs are on the line for the Steelers, right? It, they are on the line. What is the playoff situation with the Steelers and the Titans? If the Steelers win, are they in? No. If the Titans win out and the Steelers lose a game, are the Titans in? Yes. Okay. This is a tough one. I'll. No, I'm not going to say because then, uh, then you can just go into ball hold. I'm going to go Steelers. I'm going to go Steelers. Uh, I think the Steelers win this game. I think the I think they Steelers, score on defense. That's I think why. the Steelers come down. It comes down to a week seventeen. Yeah. All right, Saints Titans. This is a good one. This is in Tennessee. Saints are two and a half point favorites. They just killed Jacoby Brissett. I'll tell you what, man. And this is what I wanted to have. Which is we've just gone such a long show. I want to discuss. Fucking A, Brandon. You get to go on so many goddamn rants. Because I wanted to discuss Drew Brees. Let's discuss Drew Brees. What, what, where are you going after this? I was supposed to go to a party after this. I've already given up on that. There will be no long finish. There will be a short finish after this podcast. Drinking wine. I'm bugging out. I'm going home. This is what I wanted to bring up. Drew Brees is now the all-time touchdown passing leader. He's the all-time yards leader. Obviously, him and Brady are going to battle out the touchdown thing for a minute. But they're not really, right? Because Breeze is ahead of Brady. By two. Breeze looks like he's going to play longer than Brady. Unless Breeze wins the Super Bowl and walks off in the sunset. Breeze is still playing at a very high level. I agree. Now, Brady isn't. But again, there's so many factors in this. Well, this is what I wanted to bring up. 
I don't want to redo our conversation we had when he broke Peyton Manning's all-time passing yards we record. Do, we don't have to redo anything. The, like the rankings have not changed for me okay. at all. So why don't you pose whatever questions you do have? Well, this is the question that I did have. Because I saw some people tweeting about this. And I think it is an interesting discussion. As much as I can't stand Twitter idiots, I did see some functional people saying that, do we take anything away from guys who've played so many damn games in the Dome? Take anything away meaning what? Meaning this. If I look at Drew Brees' numbers... Here's what I'm going to say. No, I don't. And here's why. Okay. Because all these things balance out. Is is it helpful for Drew Brees' career that he played in a dome? Yes. Is it helpful for Peyton Manning's career that he played the majority of his career in a dome? Yes. Is it helpful for Matt Ryan that he played the majority of his career in a dome? Yes, it is. Is it helpful for Tom Brady that he played the majority of his career with Bill Belichick, who's literally been filming the other team's sidelines the entire time of his 20-year career? Absolutely Yes. By the way, there are a lot of factors in a lot of these. Peyton Manning did not. People, people, Peyton Manning played more games outdoors. But he played more. He played the majority of his. He played all of his home games when he was in Indianapolis inside. I agree, but but here there is a difference. If you look at advanced stats, if we want to go nerd route, Peyton Manning, the drop off doesn't compare. Okay. I'm just saying. Look, I'm not trying to knock Drew Brees. But if you if you compare Drew Brees' entire career, he's on average throwing it's a lot for sixty more yards a game in a dome. Peyton Manning actually throws for more yards outside. Yeah, but that but that's why I'm saying it's like, one stat. But do I take anything away from Drew Brees' career? No, I don't. Here's the other thing. Drew Brees is undefeated. With the exception of the shit play in the dome in the playoffs. But guess what? That's a crazy f- stat if he's playing a ton of home playoff games, which he's not. Like, there were a lot of years where the, the Saints were like, meh, they're a wild seven, card He had game. a lot of seven and nine. Yeah. So, what I take away from Drew, what, what I hold against Drew Brees' career is he is a one time Super Bowl champ. Like, I'm sorry, but he's played this long. So is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I know. And that will be something that is absolutely factored in Aaron Rodgers' career. But Drew Brees, starting when he did, playing in San Diego and playing in New Orleans, he's had the opportunities. Yes, he got screwed last year. No, no one is denying that. But, like... Peyton Manning got it done twice. He also made four Super Bowls. He's two and two in Super Bowls. That like he made it four times. What does Peyton have? Eight or nine one and dones though. He made four Super Bowls. He's played in four Super Bowls. Okay, so let me ask you this. You it's hard to make the Super Bowl. I agree. We were just talking about this last episode. By the way, shout out to Jesse Stanga who said who shared the stat with us. Zero times, the league's leader and pa- the league, l- the league's leading passer for passing yards has won the Super Bowl. Zero. Yeah. Also, at the time, Tom Brady that year made it, and so five times in history, 
the league's leading passer in yards, has lost the Super Bowl. But what year are we in the Super Bowl? This is year 53? 54? Yeah. 54? 53 or 54. So in 108... 54. Let's call it 106, not including this year. 106 Super Bowls. Five times the league's leading passer has made it to the game. This is not what you want your quarterback. So you don't have Breeze in your top five. Because um, last time I checked, your last year, in no order, your top five all-time quarterbacks was Montana, Brady, Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, John, John Elway. No, Joe Montana. You said Montana? I said Montana. Montana, Manning, Brady, Rodgers, Elway. Fuck, put, put Breeze five. Fine, cool. And by the way, if Breeze wins the Super Bowl, great. Good for him. I'll t- fine. Put Breeze over Elway. Cool. Great. I'm fine with it. He can be in my top five. Also, like, what is, my, what is my top five versus my top seven? Like, my whole thing is, here's the question that is always, for me, that I think in basketball. Who is the best at quarterback? Who is the best? At, who is the best basketball player of all time? Mike, uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron. If all of the NBA players are lined up in a row, they're all in their prime, and I can choose one to be on my team. I have the first pick overall, and then you're going to choose next, and then Aaron's going to choose, and then thirty other teams. I'm going to take LeBron James, and I'm going to take him a hundred times out of a hundred. Give me LeBron James. Is that the question you're asking me for my quarterbacks? Or are you asking me, you got one game to win? Who are you taking? If you have one game to win and you don't take Joe Montana, you are on drugs. Look at what the dude did in Super Bowls. He's 4-0 in Super Bowls and is he's incredible. You just can't talk clutch without talking Joe Montana. Yeah, I agree. Now, if I was going to pick one quarterback, right now, I have the first overall draft pick. I'm going to take one quarterback. You're going to take Peyton Manning. I think I'm taking Peyton Manning. Yeah. I knew you would. So, Brady Slurber's like, what is happening right now? That's a tough one. Well, why not, why not Aaron Rodgers? What, uh, if I could take one ever? Because he has not proven to me. He has certainly proven to me that all the physical things are there and all that. But... He has not proven to me he's on the mental level of Peyton Manning. And health-wise, too. And health, yeah. Healthy, consistency. He hasn't proven to me that he does the same mental things under center. And he hasn't gotten it done twice. Peyton Manning did, and a lot of people hold it against Peyton Manning. Is like, And a lot of people hoist Tom Brady up because he did it with Belichick. It's like Tom Brady's not playing defense against Peyton Manning. Belichick is. And Belichick and and. Peyton Manning's doing it with who the fuck was good? Tony Dungy and fucking you know Dungy's a great coach. Was he? Or did he have Peyton Manning? Look what he did in Tampa. He's a what? good coach. Okay. Yeah, Dungy's a great coach. Okay. And uh and who did he have the other time he made it to the Super Bowl? Jim Caldwell. Is he a great coach? Goat. And uh what who's the guy who's the guy who got run out of Texans and then won a Super Bowl and fucking Gary Kubiak? Gary Kubiak sounds like a fucking candy bar. I would love that, and I'm kind of hungry. Okay. Saints, 
Titans, we have not made our pick. So much on the line here. So much on the line. For both teams. Yeah. This is kind of a wild game. And it's in Tennessee. Can Aaron balance around the camera? Oh, good good job, Twerks. Uh, I am going to say Titans win. Wow. Wow. Upset pick of the week. Wow. That's This is tough because I like the Titans in this game too, but I don't like them a ton. I think I'm going to take the Saints to, to fade you, Ruther. You're taking the Saints, huh? You confident in that pick, Brandon? No, not at all. Not at all. Here's why. I feel like the AFC South comes down to week seven. Not the AFC South, but the Titans. I just hate the idea that that Steelers team gets a gets to play a playoff game. Yeah. It's kind of gross. It Maybe is. it ends early. All right. Giants, Redskins. Speaking of a gross game. Yeah. Redskins are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Who's playing quarterback for you guys? Uh, Daniel Jones. Mike Jones. Do you remember Mike Jones? Yes. A little back then? Yeah. Daniel Jones playing quarterback. I hate this for multiple reasons. I hate it for Daniel Jones, and I hate it for Eli Manning. Everybody making a big deal out of Eli Manning's 500 record. Great opportunity to go over 500 once again against the Redskins. Wow, over 500. So impressive. Yeah. It, honestly, it is impressive with what Eli Manning was given in his career. I can't believe he did it with Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw and Kevin Boss. Here we go again. What a, what a, Here we go again. Knicks. Wow, what a fucking. Here man. we go again. Yeah. The, all the all-pro linemen he had and all the fucking crazy weapons like undrafted Victor Cruz and Plaxico Burris who didn't practice and shot himself in the leg and Plax was good and Martellus Bennett who was out of the league until Eli Manning took him over and fucking turned him into an all pro made him a millionaire no Martellus was good on the Cowboys and he was good on the Patriots he was good on the Cowboys why'd the Cowboys let him go they had Jason Witten he's good on the Bears he's good on the Bears too Good with he was good with uh look what he did with Patriots. Yeah, it lasted a tall two seasons and didn't murder anybody. Okay, well look. I'm taking the skins. Okay, I'm taking the Giants. All right. That's that's, that's the easiest way to do that whole thing. There we have it. Lions, Broncos, seven point Broncos favorites. It's a big spread for them. I feel like they're always in close games. Then again, is, is Blow still playing quarterback? David Blau, Blau David Blow, Blau, Blau. I'm taking Broncos. I'm gonna take the Lions. Ooh, now we're getting now we're getting dirty. Okay, dirty sports. Speaking of dirty, Aaron Moharis, Raiders. After that embarrassing game, they went from last week we picked they were six and a half faves. Now they're seven-point dogs in what will be a 100% home game at the Chargers Soccer Stadium. By the way, what's your status for Friday? Uh, Unknown. Okay. Still unknown. Because my Chargers guy, he flies out. Like, Where's he flying to? 
East Coast. He's from your neck of the woods, remember? Fly back to the Bahamas to steal your money. That's not a real <laughs> office. That's not a real office. He's like, bring a briefcase with your personal seat license to this empty office space and play a Vista. I'd like to go to the Chargers uh, ticket office, maybe maybe lock down some season tickets. Where is he from? He's from Westchester. He's flying back. Westchester. Yeah, that's what life. I'm saying. I'm trying to introduce you guys. Maybe get, a, maybe get us a discount. Probably my brother. It's probably my brother John who's to steal your money. He's like, come here, meet me in the alley. Oh. I'll show you. Yeah, that's a ticket. Yeah, those are the tickets. I need cash. Yeah. I'm taking the Raiders, dude. I think it's going to be a close game. Oh, Chargers seven point fifty. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Raiders too. Right. I was like, I was like, what am I looking? I was like, you're taking the Raiders to cover seven? It's gonna be a home game, man. Yeah. Cowboys are two and a half point favorites at Eagles. Can't wait to see what you pick for this one. Now you know who I'm taking. Taking the boys. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We them boys. They're gonna win their uh, division this week. And march right to the Super Bowl. <laughs> ah, this is tough. The way the Eagles have looked, even when they're winning games, is so poor. Like, it's just bad football. I, I, there's no way I can take the Eagles. No way. You call you call Bill O'Brien a boob. Doug Peterson is I, a- I I've been on the Doug. We need to talk about Doug Peterson, the head coach, for... Literally years, Gabe. Frank Reich is has been proven to be the difference in the Philadelphia Eagles system. Doug Peterson, but I'm not going to make too big of a deal out of it because I want Doug Peterson to get fired. So I don't want to make a big deal out of it because then he will get fired. I should say I don't want him to get fired. I'm going to take the Cowboys too. Okay. By the way, I, you know, Torx is pointing to a comment. He was scared to ask it because he knew I didn't want to open up the stupid Eli thing again. From from Stanga, he says, uh, ask if the Giants would have won the NFC East this year if Eli started every game. It's questionable. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Are you are you serious? Troll or moron? What, what was your prediction for the Giants this year? What did you predict the Giants would do this year? I went on a limb as like they're gonna win eight games. So did I. What's the what's the winner of the NFC East gonna win? How many games? Nine. Maybe. You're out of your mind, dude. I, I mean, you're just you suffer from Eli derangement syndrome. You have absolutely nothing to base any of this on. You just don't like the guy, and you don't like the guy because I love the guy, and it's fine. You can be a troll. But he's come in and he's played well for the New York Giants in the last two games. He's played well. He's put them in games against a team on Monday night against the Eagles in the rain where he fucking dominated the first half and then Pat Shermer got absolutely fucking grossed out in the second half where they literally ran I don't know what in the second half. Then they dominated... The Dolphins last week with him. Wow. They dominated wow. the Dolphins. Imagine if your Colts team could dominate the Dolphins. You wouldn't owe me an apology. Jacoby wasn't playing that game. I know. It's almost like you want your quarterback to play. It's almost like it's better if your quarterback can stay on the field. Is it a soft-ass 
bitch. Like I fucking said. Yeah, that's right. I'm drinking from the bottle. Mm. The longest finish. And it tastes so good to be so right all the time. I'm watching the replay on YouTube. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You think, hold on, hold on, Joe. Calm down for a second. You think. You think. I'm asking you. No, you think. I'm asking you. You think. I'm asking you. What do you think? What do you think the Giants were going to do this year? I don't think the Giants would have won eight games, five more games. Have they won three? No, they've won two. Okay. They won three now. They won when they beat the Dolphins. Do you think they won five more games? No, I don't think the Giants at eight and eight win the NFC East. But guess what? If eight and eight wins the NFC East, then I don't know. And by the way, here's the thing. I like Daniel Jones. I just don't like rookies behind offensive lines that let guys get fucking murdered. I also don't like Daniel Jones playing in a meaningless week 16 game behind an offensive line that is terrible. What is the upside here? Your rookie quarterback gets injured? We know one thing for sure. Here's here's two things we know for sure. Scottie Pippen had a bigger dick than Michael Jordan, and Eli Manning will never get hurt at any level of professional football or football otherwise because he's a superhuman. He has adamantium claws and adamantium bones, and he will never get injured. We know that those two things are facts. Scottie Pippen's dick, bigger than Michael Jordan, Eli Manning will never get injured. Those things we know. These are facts. Some people like facts. Some people hate them. Why would you do this? Why would you do this to Daniel Jones? And here's the thing. Do I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Eli Manning right now? I don't know. Do I think rookie quarterbacks are worse behind terrible offensive lines than veteran quarterbacks who know how to change protections? Yes, I do believe that. I believe Eli Manning, behind in a terrible situation, would have had a far, far better chance to win games than Daniel Jones. That's what I feel. And he showed that in the Eagles game because he went untouched for a half because of protection changes. But 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 I'm not. We're not going. It's just I just it's just circles. It's like you completely ignore a second half of 29 total yards. It's just it's wild to me. But you, we, well, you and I will do this, and we will because I, here's the thing. I want to take you like I'm the Mandalorian and you are Baby Yoda. I want to I want to make sure that you are safe and taken care of. We will watch that second half, and I will. I want you to say like let's do it as friends, as sports podcast co-hosts, and you will tell me where Eli lets us down in that second half of of. First down, hand the ball to Saquon Barkley and get tackled behind the line. And and f- like it, like it is a horrific half of football from a team that had four drives. Four horrific drives. I have seen the literally everybody that has ever at any point spent residence in the Pacific Northwest has said the problem with Russell Wilson is they just run the damn ball too much. And then you get Pat Schirmer on Monday Night Football with the lead going like. But, but Joe, hold on a second. You, you, that, that's actually a good point. 
you're so critical when someone like Russ does have a bad half. Why is it on him, but then it's not on Eli? This is where I'm just seeing. No, it's not on Russ. You saw, dude. Whatever. That's the thing. We can go it's, to the tape. I mean, I mean, you you've blamed him multiple no, times. No, 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 no. Excuse me. I'm sorry. This is uh, absolutely what I do. Is like you will go. Oh, look at this. Look at this. And I go. Well, look at this fucking half where the guy never scores any points. I thought the fucking greats. Oh, they're not going to be shut down like that. Russell Wilson absolutely, absolutely is in a situation where his coach and his offense coordinator run the ball on first and second down and put him in his position sometimes where he has to do that. But the reason he does, does that is because Russell Wilson's, like, literally, the reason Russell Wilson is a Pro Bowl quarterback is because he excels throwing the ball downfield in play action. How do you set up play action? By running the ball. You can't have it both ways. Put Russell Wilson back there, first down, snap on the ball. How is that gone? If it had gone great, Pete Carroll would do it. Well, in the years that he did throw the ball a lot, he threw for a lot of yards, high completion percentage, and the team still won nine or ten games. So so it worked fine. You, I was thinking about this this week, you should have been hoping Russ was traded to New York. Why would I have hoped that? Because the team would be way better off. Oh, no. Actually, a guy who holds the ball too long on a team with a terrible offensive line is the last thing we need. You don't think the Giants are better with Russell Wilson? This year or going forward? Both. This year, yeah. Going forward, no. Unreal. Unreal? How old is Russell Wilson? How long do I want Russell Wilson for? The guy learned to get rid of the ball early this year. By the way, I said that last year. Congratulations for Russell Wilson on a week, year nine, putting it together. He's the only quarterback in NFL history that's never had a losing season in his first eight years. Oh, my God. And Mike Tomlin's the only coach in the history of the NFL who's never had a losing season. Is he make the playoffs with Duck Hodges? Taking him over fucking the great coaches in the league this year? Mike Going Tom- forward. Mike, Mike Tomlin's had a great year coaching. Great. Going forward, Mike Tomlin, your coach, your guy. You want him or McVay? Tomlin or McVay, right now, go. Uh, that's a tough question. I'm asking you to answer it. I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I don't have an answer right All now. Right, I'm going to take McVay. Okay. Even though McVay has had a setback, I'm going to take McVay. Tomlin's done it a lot longer at a consistent basis. Yeah. I mean, that that's 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 the right there is fine because that's where we stand on someone like Russ. It's just it's it's wild to think that that he's been successful through so many different types of teams, through so many different types of rebuilds. And you're like, I what w- rebuild did he go through? When did they rebuild? Where was the rebuild? What's the oh, you, oh you're saying when they lost the the best event in football and he no longer won Super Bowls? Is that the rebuild? And he's only gotten better as a quarterback? Statistically? Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. On every stat. That's what that's what you're supposed to do at a profession. I'm a better cor- I'm a better comedian than I was ten years ago. Cause you get better at your job. Do your job, as Bill Belichick would say. Get better at uh, did anybody think that Russell Wilson was gonna be a worse quarterback in year nine than he was in year three? That would be gross. Sometimes guys regress. Yeah, we those get all the time. Yeah, I I agree. Josie Brissett regressed like Benjamin fucking Button this year. 
Not that I get an apology for it. Is there a Red Bull in his wine? He yes, is, Red Bull wine. He is so worked up. I'm worked up because it's like, God, pick a fucking lane over here. I'm just driving down the fucking highway, and you're got you're you're all over the place. I should pick a lane. Yeah, you should pick a lane. Oh, now dude. quarterbacks regressing is a thing, but no one's ever gonna fucking say that the guy who looked so great in Week One isn't the quarterback that everybody thought they were gonna be MVP of the Colts. You're hung up on the Brissett thing, clearly. Clearly, as I was out of town for a month and getting literally urinated on by my co-host and my guest co-host. For saying that a two-time Super Bowl MVP would be a better quarterback for the Colts right now than a guy who's throwing balls into the stands on Monday Night Football. Joe, no one said that they're not better off with Andrew Luck. No one said that. No, I was talking about the two-time Super Bowl MVP, Eli Manning. That's what I was talking about. Andrew Luck was a zero-time Super Bowl MVP. That's fine. Because unlike Eli Manning, he got hurt behind the Joe, terrible we just, offensive we, line. Joe, we just disagree. Yes, we disagree you, on whether or not Jacoby Brissett is a qualified to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I believe no. You and Tug believe yes. And, I'm here waiting for an apology. And, I think Monday and I proved it. The Colts, they definitely have a lot more wins if they had Eli this year. I agree with you. Definitely wouldn't. Okay. That's the difference between... Me knowing how great quarterbacks play behind great offensive line and you watching a guy who won four games coming in this year look good behind the offensive line and then you jumped on his fucking face and started jizzing on him and we're like, Ugh, are they contenders? I don't know. Are they? Aren't they? And I said, there's a 0% chance that they're contenders because their quarterback isn't good. And guess who was right? This guy. Joe, you again. You this is what you do. You you manipulate. You'd be a great no, lawyer. No, Hold on, let me finish. I don't manipulate. I, 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 I let you what you say on, I let you on our podcast. I let you speak the whole fucking show. Let me finish. What I'm saying is, you're taking arguments. You're taking things. You're cherry picking, and a lot of these things weren't said. Both Tug and I have said they are contenders. It's not based on Jacoby Brissett. It's based on a good running game. It's based on a good right, defense. Right. And right. And they I agree. I agree with everything you just. And said. And they lost Marlon Mack. And right. The defense has been shoddy. I mean, the defense gave up 35 points to Jameis Winston. So it's those things, man. Yes, it's. I w- I've never been so like. I have said that they were not contenders the whole time, and I said that because of their quarterback. And it turns out that they are not contenders. So I was right. And whether or not you were willing to say that they were or they weren't, even being on the fence, is wrong. Because they are not contenders. Because they've been eliminated from playoff contention. So they cannot contend for a title. So if you believed the Colts were contenders, you are wrong. If somebody said that they are 100% not, they would be proven correct. If someone said at the time they're well, playing the like time, contenders. That means I was just correct earlier. Bro, you're out of your mind tonight. Cardinal Seahawks. We're at two ten here. Uh, this is nine and a half. It's a big. It's too big of a spread for me. I I don't think this. The Seahawks are. They're not beating teams up. So I'm taking this. I'm also taking the Cardinals. Cardinals. All right, two more games. Chiefs, Bears. Ooh, this is an interesting spread. Six point Chiefs favorites in Chicago. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Bears. 
I don't love it, but I'm going with it. The bigger question is, what are my neighbors thinking tonight about this whole discussion? I assume your very, very intelligent Japanese neighbor is like, somebody thought the Colts were contenders? <laughs> this is this is not acceptable. I must know who thought a Jacoby Brissett a win a Super Bowl. And I must take the hands off of their body. Well, he could reach through the bathroom and yeah. motion me in because there's a hole in yeah. my bathroom. <sighs> I wonder why those neighbors never talk to me. It all makes sense. Okay, Packers Vikings. I just don't get this spread. I, I just don't get it either. I just Let don't just get say, it. I'm taking my Super Bowl prediction first year, first preseason Super Bowl prediction. I'm taking my Packers to cover this game. Five and a half. Yeah. Wild. How, how can you not take the Packers? It's just such a big spread. I mean, that, that, okay, so that's crazy because if you played on a neutral field, they're saying the Vikings are two and a half point it's better. Twerks, I need you to go through these picks. I need to see how many picks I have different. Oh, do I need to move the? Yeah, Twerks is like, you got to move this. We've got Chiefs, Bears. That's one. Let's start. Let's start from Lions. the top. Let's start from the top. Okay. The Bills pass. I'm not sure how I feel about that. One Rams Niners. That's one. One, two, three, four. Wait, I got the Saints. Three, four. Just five. Five total. All right. Six. Oof. Who am I bailing on? The Pats or the Chiefs? I like my number at four. Now fuck it. Five. What do I have? Six. Oof. I need to take it down to five. God, this is tough. All right. Make your pick, bro. Fuck the Bears. Give me that Chiefs game. <laughs> All right. There it is. Man, I should make him wear a Jacoby Brissett jersey for a week is what I should do after I beat your ass in this. And then what, me not show up for a couple games and Brian Hoyer has to sit in and do a fucking terrible job and then I come back and I don't know how to find my microphone. I walk into the walls during fucking games. It'd be like, it'd be like Eli in that second half of that Eagles game, right? Yeah, yeah. 29 yards. Yeah. That's basically Russ's Rams game. No, he I, think, I think Russ, by the way, can help a football team in the NFL this year, despite the fact that he commonly has – bad halves despite the fact that his team just runs the ball to set up his play action commonly yeah commonly yeah. No, nobody throws a better deep ball in the nfl than russ no, nobody play action no in general russ has the best fucking deep ball in the nfl dude him and patrick mahomes oh you mean like accuracy yes yeah so you mean off play action no whether it's play action or deep in general whether they're not doing play action it's those two guys the stats back it up I mean, the fact I can't get over that you wouldn't want, would would not that blew my mind that you would not want Russ moving forward. Well, Russell Wilson is how old? But no, let's say they don't how old draft is Russell Wilson. Let's say they don't draft Daniel Jones. Oh, so I want do I want Russell Wilson or thirty eight year old Eli Manning? Is that your question? Yeah, I'll take Russell Wilson. Or or let's say they do. Let's let's say Daniel Jones. Yeah. How how, so how old is Russ? What's Russ? Thirty. 
I'm gonna guess he's thirty. So Russ is thirty, so I get Russ for two years. I get I get thirty-two year old Russ if the Giants figure out their offensive line the next two years. He's thirty-one. I will take door number two. Behind door number one, you have Russell Wilson. Behind door number two, you don't know what yet. This is like let's make a deal. It could be a donkey taking a shit on some hay. I'm gonna take door number two. Over thirty-two year old Russell Wilson or thirty-three year old Russell Wilson. With an o, a defensive a decent O line, because I am sick and fucking tired of hearing about the excuses of Russell Wilson's offensive line that only knows how to run block the best in the game. It's such a joke. It's it's a joke. It's offensive to people who understand football. Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll have put together an offensive line of five guys who only know how to be exceptional run blockers, but do not know how to pass block at all. You know pass blocking is a lot harder, right? It's a different thing. Yeah. But it's really hard to get a collection of five men who are all good at one and all horrific at the other. Russell Wilson, through his career, until year nine, has held the ball way too long. Fucking Booger knows it. The dude's name is Booger. How many of the plays where he held the ball too long? How many? Hold, hold on, let me finish. I agree with you for the record. Great. Hold on, let me finish. How many of the plays, though, when he's held the ball too long, I'd say a la a Brett Favre, where then they also do make a play? I think it evens out. That's all I would say. It evens that. out? Yes. It evens out. Yes. I don't think it evens out. I would say that. Okay. Wasn't that always the knock on Brett Favre? Yeah. Just trying to make things but happen. also Brett Favre's 20 years ago. If Jameis Winston was playing 20 years ago, he'd be a Hall of Famer. I mean, it's not like he's slinging interceptions. It's not, you no, know. No, you're right. He's not. And I like Russell Wilson. Let's just get off his dick a little bit for having the best defensive football for four years and winning one Super Bowl. And throwing literally another one that's away. Just, that's, just, that's just factually incorrect what you just said. He did not have the best defense in football for four years. That's just factually incorrect. Did he have a top five defense in football for four years? I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know he did, did not. Did he have a 17th or 25th ranked defense in football? No, he sure fucking didn't. But let's disrespect guys who won Super Bowls with that. Oh, you mean, you mean Eli's amazing playoff run with six touchdowns to one interception in 2007? Yeah, that's that's three less than Russell Wilson threw in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, he had a terrible game. Yeah, but he's the fucking he's the he's clutch as shit. Beat the fucking Dallas Cowboys last year, bro. Complete one pass on third down, bro. Dude, get one fucking first down in a wild card game, dog. Russell Wilson. How many times do you like make the playoffs? Is overrated. He's not overrated at all. Yeah, he is, because you and everybody else suck his dick. Because every stat backs it up, Joe. Now you're going to get me worked up. Every stat, literally every stat through eight years backs it up. Who's better, Matt Ryan or Russell Wilson? Every stat backs up. Matt Ryan is going to finish with the most everything ever. Team stats don't back it up. What's team Play- stats? Playoff stats. What's team stats? What the fuck are we talking about? Now we're talking about team stats? Russell Wilson has a Super Bowl when he didn't play that great. Then when he's played great, they're nine and fucking seven. 
I bet his Super Bowl, I bet Russ's Super Bowl wins numbers are very comparable to Eli's MVP numbers. Great. If we, if we want to talk that game. I mean, it's it's just it's it's to call him overrated is it's blasphemous. At, at this point, literally every single person, if you ask them about Russell Wilson, the one thing they would not use is the word overrated. Unless you said he was a top five quarterback in the NFL, and then I would say, well, he is. I mean, it's 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 wild. He, he he's gonna literally finish. last week. You said to me. Oh, now you care what the media says? Oh, now you give a shit with the I, me- no, You're no, no, Mr. Fucking I don't care about the no, media. I said every person. That includes players. That includes oh, anybody. So, you, so now we're talking the media and Twitter. Now we've got the media and Twitter involved. No, I'm saying anybody. Nice. I'm saying anybody, Joe. I'm saying players, Twitter. Like The, the thought to call Russell Wilson what he's done overrated it's comical. I called Cam overrated. Cam won an MVP. Yeah, here I am. He wasn't overrated when he won an MVP. And I underrated him. And he won an MVP. I mean, it, it's it's wild, dude. Eli caught lightning in a bottle for two playoff runs. No, two playoff runs. That's not true, though. That's not true. Here's the thing that you don't understand is, like, when you get a good team and you win the Super Bowl, you're a good fucking quarterback. Turns out... When you don't win the Super Bowl with trash teams, doesn't make you a trash quarterback. So, so we're just gonna. So is Aaron Rodgers overrated. Eli Manning has twice as many Super Bowls. Eli Manning has as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson combined. Eli Manning. He's got less Super Bowl losses than both of them combined. Eli Manning, literally, never won a playoff game outside of those two Super Bowl runs, and that includes two. How many teams? 12 and 4 team, 11 and 5 team, 11 and 5 team. This notion that he just played on terrible teams. Dude, you're one and done with a 12 and 4 team. Which, which 12 and 4 team was that? The year after the Super Bowl? Was that the year after the Super Bowl and then when 8 0 and Plastico Burr shot himself in the leg in week 9? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Is that, oh, that's the 12 and 4 team. Oh, uh, okay. Because I, I was told. I was told. I was told that Russell Wilson has no weapons and Jacoby Brissett can't fucking. Throw it to anybody but T.Y. Hilton. If T.Y. Hilton's not on the team, how dare you criticize Jacoby Brisket? How dare you? He he did not have Eric Ebron. Do you know that? He did not have Eric Ebron this week. I just want to say that before you criticize the fact that he threw the ball in the stands, he did not have Eric Ebron. He did not have Eric Ebron. He did have Marlon Mack. He didn't have fucking Brandon Jacobs. But he did have he didn't have Eric Ebron, and we need to talk about that. We're gonna talk about fucking all the guys that have gone on and been great weapons ever. The amount of wide receivers that literally hate Russell Wilson for being disrespected because they play with him, and people go, "Golden Tate, trash. Doug Baldwin, trash. Tyler Lockett, trash. Everybody, trash. Jimmy Graham, trash. Everybody's trash. Everybody that's ever played with Russell Wilson is a trash receiver." Everybody. According to who? According to no weapons, Russell Wilson. No one ever had, Russell Wilson never had weapons. Never had weapons. He just had the guy who Drew Brees gave 30 touchdowns a year in Jimmy Graham. Then he got to Seattle and he fucking stunk. 
dunked. I mean, I can pull I can pull up the old audio of what you said Jimmy Graham was going to do in Green Bay and has done nothing. Yeah. We can pull that up. Yeah, we can pull that up because I was like, well, the guy's fucking good, and now he's with trash bag fucking Russell Wilson who refused to throw the ball to tight ends. It's unreal. What's unreal? It, Saying a guy's a great quarterback and he's not top five because he hasn't won shit unless he has the single best defense the decade's ever seen? Again, factually incorrect. Okay. He literally is on pace to win the most games or be right there after eight seasons. Like, like it's, it's just like the consistency of Russell Wilson is what makes him such a good player. He's consistent. His team is consistent. He gets him to play better. He's consistent himself. It's 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 just offensive. And to be honest, I'm not I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm done. Dude, it, the disrespect for him, you want to talk about Eli disrespected? Whatever. The, the, the disrespect for I love that you you go whatever. What the disrespect whatever. Okay. Well, when Russell Wilson wins his many Super Bowls, Eli Manning, you can come with the whatever. But until then, suck my dick. Get a first down in a wild card game against the fucking Dallas Cowboys. Get a first down on third down. I think he did. Third down conversions last year. Over. I bet you're wrong on that. Yep. You want to look it up? Third down conversions. Russell Wilson. Last year, Dallas Cowboy playoff game. Twerks. Give it to me. Go for it. Over. Andrew Luck last year dominated the Texans on third down. Cool. And we were talking about... Cool. We're comparing two teams because well, we they're in the state of Texas? No, we're comparing one guy that you called the top five quarterback last year and one guy that you didn't. That's what we're comparing. Who's playing this year? Okay, great. Who's been consistently on the field? Who's never missed a game? Eli Manning, in his career, ever. So, Andrew Luck, who consistently missed games, so I said, yeah, I'm not going to put him top five because he's missing too many games. It's It's unreal. All right, so last year's playoff game, uh, the Seahawks were 2 of 13 on third down. Oh, so Joe's yep. wrong. And Joe's no, wrong. Uh, actually, it's not. You want to go play-by-play? Play? They ran for two first downs. They ran for two. He was 0 for 8, passing the ball well, on no, third you, down. You just said that they never got a first down. No, I said Russell Wilson never got a first down on third down conversion. That's what I said. Because, God damn, I'm not about to fucking criticize the Seattle Seahawks running game. They built a fucking... They built a consistent winning program on running the ball and playing defense. Nothing to do with Russ. Nothing it has a lot to do with Russ. It has a lot to do with Russ Wilson. Great. You need a good quarterback. Russ Wilson's a great quarterback. Now stop sucking his dick. I'm not sucking his dick. No, you are sucking his dick. I'm appropriately sucking a guy's dick who's okay. been amazing. If you think so. If you think so. Well, again, every, I every number would like would a quarterback that has a fucking defense that dominates and then wins the Super Bowl. Honestly, no, you I'll, wanna, th- Joe, I'll you think wanna, a guy wanna, wins the Super Bowl with a 17th-ranked defense you want a qu- and the 25th-ranked defense you want a quarterback that and it, doesn't throw picks on the one-yard line You want a quarterback that in has the Super Bowl one amazing and doesn't get sacked fucking ever. You want a quarterback that has one amazing Super Bowl run. That's what you want. One? 2011 was his great Super Bowl run. And you want a quarterback who has no amazing Super Bowl runs? Hey, I'll take one. I will. No. Well, you should. Are you waiting for it? But 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 what I won't do is I'm not going to sit there and just ignore years of one and dones. Years. This isn't about Russ versus Eli, but this is about this is about Eli. Years of judge teams by what they have. Are you judging LeBron James because he didn't win a fucking championship 
before he left the Cavs, their teams were trash. They, the he, Giants teams, spoiler, won the Super Bowl when they weren't that fucking good. Can you name seven players on a Giants Super Bowl team? Which team? Either of them. Probably. Seven? Can Maybe. you name seven? Maybe. I'm not exactly familiar with the Giants roster. Yeah, and you shouldn't be because none of them are fucking stars. I probably could name seven people maybe on the Patriots who won 2003 or 2004 against then the Then we Eagles. agree. Agree on what? Then we agree. Great coaching, great team play, clutch quarterback, smart quarterback. Tom Brady, just a couple good Super Bowl runs that we're going with. I don't know what that means. Right. I mean, you're the one that brought up Tom Brady and the Patriots. I can certainly name players on the 18-1 and Patriots team. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but like when you... And here's the thing. No one's saying 38-year-old Eli Manning is an MVP candidate this year. Nobody. Nobody. All we're saying, all anybody with a brain is saying, is Eli Manning, veteran quarterback, who has... Proven in the last two games that he can physically still throw the ball and mentally still adjust the defense is better than backup quarterbacks on teams that can make the playoffs. Like if your quarterback goes down in the preseason or if your quarterback goes down in week two, if you think the Colts aren't better with Eli Manning this year, stop watching football. If you think the Steelers aren't better this year with Eli Manning versus Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges, they're making the playoffs anyway. Stop watching. You don't get it. I guess I shouldn't watch. You I, shouldn't because you're wrong. Because I don't think the Colts win more games this year with Eli. Okay. Well, guess Eli Manning played one game on Monday night last week. He didn't just throw the ball to nobody. He didn't. Taking chances and throwing interceptions is one thing. Missing open dudes is not what NFL quarterbacks are supposed to do. You're not supposed to hit open jump shots. You're not Joe, supposed I just, to miss. I just don't care. It's fat, fine. Fastballs down the cock. It's fine. You're dude. not supposed to miss open players. It's fine. Josie Brisquette is not good at quarterback. You think you think the Colts win more? Ryan than- Fitzpatrick wins more games than Josie Brisquette. Because he's not that good. Okay. Well, disagree there too. Okay. It's fine. Ryan Fitzpatrick and Eli Manning are gonna play twenty fucking years in the NFL. So. Literally hundreds of executives and coaches have already agreed. Well, well, well and we'll see if Josie Brisket is around in year seven. No one said that. <laughs> no. Now we're now. This is where we're at now. No, no. What we're at is we're, you brought up the Colts, and I'm wrapping up this fucking episode because I'm sick of this fucking back and forth. To be honest, it's no back and forth. Yeah, we just disagree. Yeah, we disagree. I, we agreed. Josie Brissett is not good. Then you took the bait, and then you were wrong, and I was right. I mean, we can go to the tape. I, I don't think I was saying he's an amazing quarterback. I was saying he's playing that system great. At the time, he was. They were winning games. The defense was playing good. The offense was running the ball, and that's what I said. If he plays that way... Under that system, yeah, they're going to win games. But if you think that 
they're coming in with Eli and they're winning 10 games, I just disagree, and that's fine. You, based on what? Based on nobody wants him, Joe. That's not based on and what is that based on? Do you think Eli 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 himself is better than Josie Brissett on the Colts this year? Yes. I've said that numerous times. And we disagree. And that's fine. Okay. And that's the episode. But you're not basing it on physical or mental. You're basing it on you don't like Eli Manning and you don't like talking about him on the show. And you and Tug made that very clear. And you and Tug have been proven so fucking wrong. We have Josie Brissett Dude, shut embarrassed the fuck up. himself. Shut the fuck up. Embarrassed himself on Monday Night Football. Yeah, it was a bad game. Embarrassed himself. So did so did Eli in the second half. Okay. I I don't know what you like like you're so fucking hung up, dude. I'm I'm like over this shit. You you like just be wrong. I've I've taken L's. Do you never I've take L's. L's? That's the biggest problem. I've taken you, L's. You don't take L's. I do. And now I'm all, I, all I'm asking is for you guys to do the fucking same thing. Because you took an L. You're wrong. Josie Brissett didn't make the playoffs. Josie Brissett didn't win 10 games. Josie Brissett isn't winning a playoff game like Andrew Luck last year. Josie Brissett getting extended by the Colts was the wrong decision. They will sh- admit that. They will sign a quarterback. They will draft a quarterback. They were wrong. You were wrong. Tug was wrong. I was right. It's fine. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But sometimes you got to fucking own it. I guarantee they don't sign a quarterback. Okay. They just threw $30 million at the guy. Just like I guarantee Eli's not playing next year. Okay. But I know there's all these teams just chomping at the bit to pick up 38-year-old Eli Manning. He's just going to make their team so much better. It's Andy Ruther thinks Duck Hodges is better than Eli Manning. It's okay. You're allowed to have opinions. Your opinions can be everybody's opinions. Everybody can have opinions. Wild. Everybody can have opinions, dog. I agree. That's yours. That's yours. I'm not even going to go into that hole because you're trying to bring me into this whole other world. About well, Ben Roethlisberger got hurt in week two. Yeah. So you don't think Eli Manning could have helped an NFL team this year. You think Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges are better than Eli Manning. You are on the record. It's cool. Have fucking hot takes, bro. Skip Bayless has made a career out of it. Have them. It's not a hot take if it's words I never said, but that's fine. I, I don't I don't want to get into that. You said Eli Manning couldn't help an NFL. You tweeted it. You want me to pull, you want me to read it word for word? You want me to read word for word? Is Eli that, Manning threw it, for 29 it, yards. Is that why you're so butthurt because I subtweeted? No. no, no, no. Is that what this is all no, about? No. Do you, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, but okay. clearly that's why you're all butthurt. So you stand by that or you don't stand by that? Eli's not helping anybody. Okay, so Eli Manning isn't better than Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. I literally might just put them at the same level. Great. Well, there you go. Let's end the show on Andy Ruther's NFL quarterback rankings. Okay. Russell Wilson won. No, never said that. Jack Hodges, Josie Brisket, never Mason said Rudolph. That. Never said that. Never said any of those things. Never said any of that shit. All I do know is that I do love Russ, and love he's a top Russ. five quarterback. Great. And that's the episode. Sorry, neighbors. 
And, and and I think we should put we'll just we'll just put an end. I know we've said this. How many times have we said this? Like this fucking Eli Russ shit. It's fine. We just disagree. Well, I mean, what's there to disagree about Eli Russ? There's not even a conversation. No, the two separate discussions. Yeah, they're two separate discussions. Did you have something to say, Aaron? <sighs> How many people actually stuck with this episode? I hope they did. I, w- I want them to get to the Duck Hodges part. It's a strong one. When I never said anything that okay. I that I you don't... said you said he's equal to Eli Manning. You said that two literally two seconds ago. Said so I put him on an equal level. I, what I said was this. You just said that. Yeah. I don't think they're winning more games with Eli. Okay. To clarify. Right. You think the Steelers are winning the same amount of games, no matter who their quarterback is this year? Eli, Mason Rudolph, or Duck yes. Hodges? Yes, I'm, I'm stand by that. Okay. I don't think they're winning more than, they'll probably finish with what? Eight to ten wins? I don't think they win more than eight to ten games if Eli played all year. Okay. I'm standing by How about that. Roethlisberger? He's not washed. Same age. He's not washed. He's physically fine. Right? I don't know, Joe. I mean, I it's, it's I'm over. asking you. No, what it's, if it's, their starting quarterback played? They win more games? Yes. Oh, okay. I do. I do. Okay. I do think they win more games. Yeah. How about the Chargers? Because Ben was not benched for a rookie. Right. So, I don't know. And also, the Steelers have had the same coach, three coaches in 50 years. Just defend him, dude. Defend him hey, all you no, want. It's all right. Phillip Rivers, not washed. Ben Roethlisberger not washed. Tom Brady not washed. Drew Brees not washed. Russell Wilson, top five quarterback. Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph, Eli Manning. But you keep naming, again, QBs who never lost their starting job. Except for Eli. Well, Drew Brees, he lost his starting job. Correct? I mean, come on, dude. Come on. You're just, you're just digging, dude. You're just digging. Uh, I think Drew Brees would absolutely say he lost his starting job. He lost a lot earlier than Eli Manning did. No that's, doubt about that's that. My, that's my point. That's my point exactly. He's been with New Orleans since 2006, dude. Come on. It's ridiculous. All right, that's the episode. You guys know where to find us. You want to plug anything, Joe? You got any I'm at Eli? Fix, I'm at Fix Your Life on Twitter. I came up with that Twitter handle... Because uh, it's something my brother used to say to people like Andy Ruther who needed to fix their life. They Sometimes they just refused. They just wanted to live a certain life. And then he would go, fix your life. And it was very cutting, and I always liked it. And that's why I picked it. So follow me on Twitter, at Fix Your Life. Aaron, what you got? Follow me on Twitter, at DS Interns. <laughs> and so quiet. Instagram, at Aaron Maharis. And a shout-out to Coach Boone. Passed away today. The uh, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Legendary coach. Yeah. What Shout the out. fuck are you talking about, Coach Boone? You don't remember Coach Boone? You got to know Coach Boone. I just thought the actor away. died. No, the actual coach, the one who inspired the Denzel Washington got it. performance. I just saw the thing on Twitter. You, know. you guys can follow me at Russ is definitely a top five quarterback on uh, Twitter and also on Instagram. That's the show, guys. We made it through. Is there anybody in YouTube? No. Stanga. Stanga, of yeah. course. Stanga started it. 
No, you you came in with an agenda. I know you, Joe. Uh, guys, thanks for listening, and thank you if you listen through all this shenanigans. Uh, have a great weekend, and most importantly, stay dirty. <laughs>